This is the X&C Podcast, your Xbox newscast, featuring Colt Eastwood and Mag, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the Xbox Newscast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Ecstasy Podcast. I'm your host, Colt Eastwood. Actually, pre-recorded, I already said all that, but welcome to the show, everybody. I'm here with my brand new, it just feels so brand new, shiny, and that new car smell with middle-aged game guy. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing fantastic tonight, Colton. You know what? It's, it's funny that your, your live voice sounds just like your pre-recorded voice. It's a miracle. It's unbelievable. Anyways, we got things to talk about. I'm not going to waste any time here. Chat, I know you guys are amazing. You guys are awesome. Let's go. Let's get into the show tonight. We're sure we got some major things to talk about. Let's wait. Let's waste some time. No, we were, no, we really appreciate you guys all here. Uh, <laughs> it's like, no, let's let's try something new tonight. Let's waste everybody's time. We're we're really excited to be here. The news has been a little bit weird. Uh, some of the big news broke like the day after Mag and I did the show. Uh, we'll cover some of that a little bit, but we'll we'll kind of get rolling in with some with some nice smooth stuff before we get into all the big news. Cause I think today might actually be a day for all, for all of us to vent and rant and laugh about everything and remind ourselves that it's just gaming. Uh, but uh, we're going to smash some faces, right, Meg? Yes. Obviously smash some faces starting with the chat. I see what you wrote in there about the old Muppets, Mr. Ordinary VX. I saw exactly that. Let me tell you something. I saw that by the way, Nano, that was absolutely amazing. If anybody hasn't checked it out, go on Twitter, Check Colt's Twitter, check Nano, check mine. I retweeted it. You got to see the thing. It's actually hilarious. But, you know, I could do the old Muppet thing, too. To be like, you know, that show wasn't half bad. It wasn't half good either. <laughs> yeah. As we hinge our, our, our heads back yeah. like a Muppet. <laughs> yeah, so apparently we're, <laughs> apparently we're the two old guys from the Muppet show. But, I mean, come on, man. Combined, we're 88 years old. But separately, I'm 48. He's 40. Come on. We're not even old. And you know what? Uh, you know, judge it. Let's hoping that an asteroid doesn't hit the earth. You guys will all be there too at some point. So don't make jokes about being old. Cause then when you're 40 something and you're gaming and then some other kid's going to go, okay, boomer. And then you're going to be oh, the one. Oh my day. Oh, it's coming. It's they coming. Do. Mr. Ordinary. It's coming for you, by the way, buddy. It's coming for you first. They're going to be like, you're going to say something like, I don't like street fighter 15. It's not really good on the PS eight. And then some kid's going to go, whatever boomer. Oh my gosh. The the very first thing, Meg, as I saw, because I kind of rearranged the overlay and kind of kind of cleaned it up a little bit. And I'm like, oh gosh dang, I, I like what I did with the overlay. And I'm like, wait a minute. The very first reaction was like we're the old Muppets. And but I immediately started laughing. Of course, it's Nano Polymeth who's who's been a friend and a friend of the show for so long and, and he's been around all the podcasts yeah, that I've great. I've been around. He's amazing, but Seeing Mag as a, Mag and I as the old, the old crumbins up in the balcony. Ah, oh, it brings me back to the days. 
totally brings me back because that's what we do is we sit up in the balcony and we laugh at everyone and everyone makes fun of us because we're super old. <laughs> um, yeah, but we're on episode 94. I can't believe all it's already gone this quickly. And Meg's actually been here for five or six of those episodes, believe it or not. Oh, yes. Congrats, bro. That's amazing. Yeah. Yes, it's been it's actually been amazing. I just uh, I just raised my as if I'm not loud enough. I just raised my volume a little bit because someone in the chat was oh, like, uh, "Okay, turn up, turn up, Mag." So I turned up, Mag. So uh, good. If I sound better, do I sound better now? Chat, yes, let please me know. let us know. I actually brought my mic down because today Mag's mic is working correctly. It's just quieter. It's probably you know, yeah, like he said, quieter. he's afraid to blast it too much. But oh, um, you know, I, if, I, I, kind of blow my yeah i kind of blow the speakers out i've had people in the i've had people in other shows being going uh, saying turn mag down now they want me to turn you on so that's oh, that's gonna be a whole different show <laughs> that's a whole different show now isn't it uh let's go output volume my god you guys are insane you want me to go up higher i'll go up even higher how about that does that let, sound better actually let me look at while you're doing that it's like here let us just just do some audio we did actually we're doing this pre-show all right go ahead and talk again meg it sounded great pre-show. Oh. I don't know what the problem is. And I, yeah, we're, now, we're about even. I don't think if they complain anymore, then. Uh, well, I'm gonna have to bring well. a megaphone soon. It'd be like, would be one of those things where it'd be like, Oscar. Welcome to the cold. Welcome to the RXC podcast. Like, I, I don't know hear how much louder. Hear ye, hear ye. Yeah, like that. Uh, well, they're yeah. still saying Mag is quiet. Um, no, it could be a delay too. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, there. Anyway. It is actually 30 seconds behind. From when we're talking. Hargeet, mind your business. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's Hargeet, Johnny. Okay, yeah, where, where was I? Where was I? You got me all flustered. I was going to... Uh, I don't even know where I am. There we go. Let me give a shout-out to the channel members and veterans. I added a couple people to the name I to the name list. So if I missed you, I'll have it next week, I promise. But shout-out to Mark Carwell, KY Bob, Sassin, Lupa, Jazzy Noop, Ricky Fallon, Rannick, Master, Jason, Luan, Moby, Dean, Sygrove, Matt Burns, William Lanza, Udonic, Cazada, Lionel, Paul, Emes, Suicide King, Robert Jackson, Large Star, Killer, Dante, Moody, Betabax, Dark, CMF, Gaz, Fox Storytelling, Wreak Havoc, Fault Lines, Center, White, Devario 2, Remix, V Simcoe, Assassin, Dub, Larry Thatcher, Hargeet, TK, Chillin', Raiden Blade, Acute Perspective, True 77, Risk for the Biscuit, Micah Ford, Red Source, Dave UK, Quince Harmony, Attitude Deer, Pesky Krogan, Panda Bamboo, Trail Robert, Scrub Nurse, Neil B, Boba Fett Gaming, Macbound Meat Puppet, Kung Fu Hot Dog, International Xbox, Alan Aldrete. So uh, we did hear Assassin Lupa's doing great. We just haven't oh seen her God. in the podcast uh, scene in a little while, but she's doing great. She's... I'm so happy. And by the way, I'm so happy to hear that. Um, you know, I, I don't know where she's been. Where's she been? Where's she been? I mean, I, I can, I can guess, but I mean, like, you know, is she coming back to the community? Is she going to be part of the shows again? Is she going to be like, you know what I mean? What's going on with her? Or is she just I don't know. To take I mean, I don't know. Maybe she's just like playing some exclusives and hunkering down, but no, she's, uh, she's doing alive and well. Thanks to Mav fun speculation for finally hearing from her. And I think dealer gaming said that he had, talked to her behind the scenes a couple times or talked to her family and knew she was doing all right so good here anyway her husband a few times over the last uh, last two years uh her husband has been amazing by the way like a, a wonderful guy uh, i've spoken to him a few times obviously um uh fun speculation mav if anybody you know uh, shout out to mav he's a great guy go check out his shows by the way 
Um, anyways, um, he talks to her a lot behind the scenes too, right? So yeah, yeah it's been it's uh, it's nice to hear that she's uh, she's up and running. Thank goodness. So I'm glad to hear that. And the, Lupa, if you're listening, come on, man, get back to the community, baby. We miss you. We miss you. We want to hear your voice again. So uh, you know, get back out there and stop. You know what she's doing? I know what she's doing. She went over to the PlayStation side. That's what happened, and she just didn't have the heart to tell us all. So Lupa, no. if that's what. <laughs> If you've become a full pony like myself, then uh, <clears throat> behind closed doors, uh, then you know what? You got to just reach out to me, man. We're, we're going to create our own si- a silent community in the background, like like the League of Assassins. No one will know we're actually there, but in the background, we're all just playing PlayStation games. But anyways, in all seriousness, we're glad to hear that you're doing well. Colt, let's get into the show. Apparently, apparently, by the way, the chat's saying I sound great now. So uh, that, that should Of course be you sound I'm great. Well, I'm going to keep those levels. I'm going to keep that volume on from now on for doing this show. So hopefully that's good enough for everybody. But anyways, let's talk, baby. What are we going to talk about? Well, let's talk about um, there's no big exclusives out right now, but everybody's playing a bunch of different weird games or testing the waters on different things. Uh, Let's talk about what you've been playing. I've been playing a couple of strange old classics lately. Really? What have you been playing? Well, well, first and foremost, yes, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just asking. What have you been playing? That's what I'm asking. And hit the like button. Yeah, hit the like button for crying out loud. Um, I I, I have these two cabinets you see behind me. I've been playing those. uh, Big Buck Hunter. Those are from my bar days, baby. I used to go to the bar, and I used to to get like $20 and change and just stack it up next to the the Buck Hunter. And then my rival, this guy Mark, he used to come down to the bar. He'd get $20 and change, and we'd play Buck Hunter all night. Now, did you guys uh, do this to make sure that you couldn't pick up any girls? Well, I was already engaged at the time. <laughs> well, actually, no, I was dating my wife at that time and then engaged and whatever. And then funny enough, then she started playing Buck Hunter and actually getting the machine was her idea because she saw it and she's like, we're getting this. And I'm the like, old days. Yeah. Like, really? She's like, no, 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 we're getting this. She goes, and I'm like, well, it's really expensive. She goes, I'll give you half the cash. And I'm like, can you imagine we live in the same house? And she's right. like, I'll get, I'll get, she goes, I'll give you half the cash. I'm like, fine, I'll buy it. And then while I was there, I saw this Mortal Kombat, uh, leg, uh, 30, what is it, 30 something year anniversary edition, legacy edition. So I bought that, and that's got like 15 games on it. Buck Hunter's got four games on it. I've been playing that. And then, of course, I'm still mopping up, um, uh, what the hell is it called? Uh, Hogwarts Legacy. So I'm yep. still in the open world. I got to tell you, there's nothing more fun. And this is why I like the last Assassin's Creed games and, of course, the open world games. Um, I like mopping up maps with the volume down real low because you're not doing anything story-wise or whatever, right? You're just yeah, yeah. mopping up little things. You're doing like, you know, clearing out um, a hamlet here, doing this there, uh, revelioing this over there and whatever else. And you're doing all this stuff. And then I listen to podcasts in the background. Oh, nice. Shows. It's so much fun. And, and you know what the funny thing is? My wife picked up on it, so she's upstairs playing Hogwarts Legacy, and she's got like podcasts on uh, playing on her phone or on her tablet or whatever, and she's got that on the background. And um, I mean, obviously, I talk a lot of games during the week, so I listen to a few podcasts, but most of the time, I'm actually listening to Hollywood podcasts like uh, uh, Midnight's Edge, uh, people like that. Uh, uh, what the heck's that guy's called? A uh, Nerdrotic, people like that. I love those shows, so I listen to all the Hollywood stuff to keep my uh, finger on the pulse of the Hollywood community. Plus, I have people who work for Warner Brothers, right? So I like to be in the know, so when I talk to them, I know what's going on. By the way, Colt, when I'm down there, unrelated to what mm-hmm. I'm playing, uh, while I'm down there at E3, I'm actually going to be going to Warner Brothers Studios behind the scenes for a full tour. And nice. Hopefully, yes. So hopefully I'll be bumping into some major people down there because they know major people. So why why the heck can't you introduce me to them? So uh, anyways, that's what's going on. 
So yeah, and if you happen to bump into the uh, video game sector of Warner Brothers, ask them why they're making Suicide Squad, would you? Oh my God, can you imagine? <laughs> I, I should ask. I, I should ask James Gunn to be like, "What are they doing?" Uh, anyways, um, so as yeah. what I'm playing, playing the cabinets, I'm mopping up Hogwarts Legacy, and I'm greatly looking forward to in three and a half days, I guess, or four days, uh, Resident Evil Four. Everybody, do you guys see the the reviews? They're coming in hot and heavy, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, I've already played it like three times or four times, uh, you know, over the years. However, to play the definitive, uh, you know, the definitive version of this game with all those new side quests they got going on. I don't know if you mm -hmm. saw that, but uh, they, they added all these side quests and things. I'm jazzed for it. Uh, I saw IGN gave it a straight 10 out of 10. I think on Metacritic right now, it's sitting at 93 or 94. So, I mean, that's pretty major. So that's a great start to, you know, to, uh, that's, a, that's a great start to this, uh, this year. And then I'm going to dovetail right into Jedi Survivor. Anyways, enough of that. <laughs> Jeez. What are you playing? Holy smokes. Um, I, was, I, I wanted to talk about Exoprimal, which is this, uh, hey, it exists right now, a four-player horde mode type game from Capcom that's launching day and date on Game Pass. It doesn't look like it's going to, rip anybody's face off and you know throw it down the, the end of the road but it kind of looks like anthem kind of plays like second extinction because you shoot dinosaurs but it, it looks really nice it's a double a type of game I, I wanted to ask the chat because you and i were talking behind the scenes you had not loaded it up i played a few sessions with gaz on the xbox and it was, it was all right you can you basically have a mech suit just like just like Anthem. And, but while you're in a match, you can hit a button and change your mech suit from assault to melee to support to tank. You could change it at any time. Um, kind of dumb fun. Like go to the objective, yeah. stand there, kill a bunch of dinosaurs. At one point you can you can control a T-Rex and you go around and thrash. Um, I don't know how long it'll last, but Chat, did you play Exoprimal? Low tier gamer saying it's actually pretty fun. Was not expecting to like it, and I was not expecting it to look as nice as it does. So, yeah, I was playing that. I, I saw the trailer for that, and was it one of the Xbox shows or one of the showcases? I'm pretty sure it was on there. No, no, it just it just kind of like materialized this week. Yeah. Maybe, no, maybe maybe I'm mistaken. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. By the way, Trevor Angelo, I do watch Friday Night Tights. It's the best. Pro it's the best podcast besides this one. It's the best podcast. Uh, best podcast on YouTube. Uh, but this one is the better, better one. Anyways, continue. Sorry, I had to answer that question. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, just kind of existed. You may, you may have got it mistaken with the second extinction, which is the first person dinosaur slain game i don't know it's uh, that game was terrible dealer and i played it in early access and literally both of us fell asleep playing it like one night it was like 11 o'clock and i just i was like dozing off and he goes i go bro i'm sorry i'm just this game's boring he's like bro i fell asleep i go i did too that's amazing let's shut it off and call it a night so um what was the other game I was playing? So I, I dusted off the old Star Wars Battlefront 2, and I've been playing the four-player, 4v4, like, horde mode with my kids. And we, well, I mean, I've always liked it, but they are really enjoying the game, playing as Yoda, uh, playing as all the different eras of the game. So that's been a, a pretty fun. And right now, I'm just, I didn't get into the Resident Evil demo. I didn't get into the Diablo demo. So let's talk about Diablo for just a moment. Uh, going to be one of the biggest games of the year. Are you a Diablo fan? Uh, well, you know, the thing is, um, 
I, I am, but this one seems to be more, not, this might be, you know, uh, controversial for some of the hardcore Diablo fans, because I'm not really a hardcore Diablo fan. Like, I was watching uh, Oh No, It's Alex. I'm sure you know about that guy. Oh, yeah. He was yeah. Doing, doing a video about his review, and uh, I... Um, I, I, I was watching his review or whatever. He was clearly a hardcore Diablo guy because he was going on and on about, you know, like uh, like the, the very specific terminology that was, you know, part of the Diablo world. I had no idea what he was talking about. He's like, like oh, like, the, the sepulcher of, of forgiveness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like the Souls fans, you know, this like, yeah. you don't know what the White Pebble does? Ugh. And I'm like, no, I don't know what the White Pebble does. Jeez. Anyway. Um, the lore. Thank you, Pong. Yeah. Thanks you. Yeah, the lore. Um, but anyways, uh, what, what I was saying is uh, I don't like playing demos and I don't like playing betas. The reason why is I didn't play the Resident Evil 4 demo, for example, because what's the point? I'm going to play it. I want to play the finished product in a few weeks, right? I don't want to be teased. And of course, the few weeks is now this week. Um, I don't want to be teased by it and whatever. If there's something I've never played before, then I might consider to be like, you know what? I'm on the fence about this game. Let me... You know, let me give it a shot, and then that'll, you know, that'll probably sway me whether I'm going to purchase it or not purchase it, right? Um, Diablo, I'm going to purchase it anyway, because you know it's going to, it's a Blizzard game, you know it's going to be a big game. They've been working on it for a long time. It's going to be a great game, but I don't want to play it for two days and then not touch it for three months, or two and a half months, three months. It's going to yeah, bother me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's I'm going gonna, gonna to ask the chat. I'm going to, I'm yeah. do a poll here. Do you avoid demos and betas? Like, are you like mag where you you're like oh you you know is this a trial or a demo or a beta no thanks i i avoid those i'm asking the community right now on the chat uh there it goes so uh i dabble in demos and betas one of the things that really bothers me about those those betas and demos mag is people are like oh they're gonna fix it at launch i'm like the game's pretty much done that's this is why they've released it they want to stress test and they're like, oh, maybe they'll fix the way the combat is, or they'll fix the balancing. I'm like, mm, not at launch, but uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, that's what QA. <laughs> Listen, shout out to King David as well from the Iron Lords podcast. He says the same thing. You know, he's like, you know what? I'm not a beta boy, okay? I'm not here to test your game for you. Pay a QA tester to do it. Um, <laughs> right. If I'm really excited about it, I might check it out. Like, for example, you know, in Mortal Kombat releases, they always release like one stage with two characters just so you can try out the combat i'll i'll dilly dally with it for like half an hour just to see the graphics or whatever or like the yeah. movement just to see the upgrade and i'll be like all right that's pretty dope and i'll and i'll take it right off the hard drive and i don't want to play it till launch because i want to play the final product right you know what i mean hey it power to you if you're in the betas you're in the demos go right ahead man do what you got to do whatever makes you happy at the end of the day that's all that matters but for me i want to wait till the game comes out you know, see the reviews, see what the, the community is saying. So far, what I've been seeing is that the community is really latching on to this. Like, uh, I was uh, talking to some of the guys out there. Um, uh, what's his name? Wilmy Hood. Uh, he put something out there. He's like, I haven't had this much fun with a beta ever. Like, he played it relentlessly for really? like three days. Je Jez Corden, I think, he was obsessed with it. Yep. Um, so, like, there was some pretty big names out there saying some great stuff about it. So, I'm like, great. When the game's ready, I'll be there. But in the meantime, like I said... Still got Hogwarts Legacy and mopping up. We got Resident Evil 4. We've got Jedi Survivor. We've got Redfall. Yeah. We've got it's got <sighs> Nintendo. You Tears of the Sun. Right? Yeah. I know. Okay. We all know you went to go play Tears the, of the Redfall Kingdom. demo. Yeah, sorry. What, did I say Tears of the Sun? Yeah, that's I think a that's Bruce like a Willis movie. 
or a yeah, Sting sorry, record, I, Sting album, or something like that. I, think, I don't know. Tears of, Tears of the Sun was a Bruce Willis movie where he's a, where he plays a mercenary in Africa. Wrong okay. game. Anyway, that was a movie. Great movie, by the way. Really disturbing. Anyways, uh, back to the subject at hand. Tears of the Kingdom. We've got all, like I said, Redfall. We got all those games now. Dead I Island know, Two. Cole, went out to LA. You went out to LA to go play Redfall. We all know it. You talked about it last week briefly. Um, and that's different because you went out there for an event. You know what I'm saying? That's not something like yeah. I'm sitting at home. Like if they called me, which they never would. Uh, can you imagine? Like Phil Spencer's definitely got me on mute. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> in all seriousness, if they called me out to go play Redfall, of course I'd go. That's yeah, wild yeah. because it's an event. You know what I mean? It's something you're going to. It's like E3. I'm going to be playing games that don't come out for another year. Right, we're gonna be playing them at those little, you know, those little stations where you line up for like, you know, nineteen and a half hours with no water, oh, and, yeah. uh, and uh, just so you could play thirty-five seconds of Fable, uh, you know. So whatever, that kind of thing. We're gonna do that when we're down there at E three. I get it because you're there for an event. But sitting at home, nah, I'll just wait till the game comes out. I, I anyway, I think there would be, a, I would think there would be a beta, like an open beta, or a pre-order beta for Redfall. Um, so. Wednesday morning, I can put out my impressions video and nice. I spent nice. so much time on this. Oh my gosh. I, I cut up footage into over 170 parts and the video is pretty lengthy. And I just turned on my mic and just started like explaining my experience. So I'm really looking forward to that, uh, to share that out. Um, hold on. Cole. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. So they let you record footage? No. No, but what they did was provide us footage from all the stuff we played. Oh, That's, I see. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I thought like your specific terminal that they had you in, you were able to record it. Because when you said you had recorded footage, I'm like, oh, so you were able to like bring it like a, like a, like put a DVR or whatever the heck it is. And then yeah, I mean, your own. Okay, I have to so be. So they just gave you footage. Yeah, and I have to be careful about what I am allowed to say, but I. I chose one character to play as, and I was kind of stuck with that character throughout the whole playthrough, and the footage they provide was a different one. So it was really interesting. Um, I can't say anymore. I, I, well, save it for the, I'll save it for Wednesday. Um, save it for Wednesday, brother. So, oh, can I? Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I, I don't know. I was just going to, I was going to read this from Biff Rinaldi because he said, hey guys, I can't stick around this week. Have a great show, and I'll catch the replay. Uh, thanks, Biff Rinaldi, for sending that. Also, you know, the show goes up on Spotify and Google and Apple Podcasts and a couple, a couple other platforms. But I recently recorded a spot for Spotify um, that gets the podcast out to all the other platforms. I don't know how this works. It kind of ties into what we're um, going to talk about, Meg, because you and I are going to talk about some of the nonsense and some of the new uh, unrolling of information about ABK today. But Spotify is hosting this company that gets like our podcast out to every other platform, which is so weird because Spotify has their own platform for podcasts, but yet they're sharing it with other companies, much like Xbox does, which we'll get into in a little bit. Detective Seeds says with the $20 super, thank you, detective. He says, can we point out the far cry five upgrade though? My goodness, that game is beautiful on the Xbox. I do want to talk about that right now. I've been playing. This is so funny. If anybody follows me on, or it, has heard me talk about it here or follows me on social, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was playing far cry five, like out of the blue. I, um, I don't, I don't know why I just like, I had this feeling like, 
that's such a compelling world. It's kind of goofy, but it's very compelling where this religious leader like takes over this town and he's just so powerfully evil. And I'm like, that's such a great Far Cry game. So I play it and I'm playing it at 4K30. I'm like, gosh, dang, this game looks so great. And then I play it in FPS boost and it's like sub 1080p. And I swear like five days later, Ubisoft drops the native 4K60 native upgrade for Xbox Series X. And guess what, Mag? Mm. It runs at half the resolution on the PS5. Riddle me that! <laughs> wow. Wait a minute. So so this next-gen patch, or whatever you want to call it, next-gen, three years old now, this current-gen patch, is that did it? was it only applicable to Xbox? It was applicable to Xbox Series X, S, and PS5. And Meg, it, I think the number is 44% more resolution on the Series X over the PS5. Wow. Okay, so riddle me this then. Oh, by the way, Kyle Coe, great, great observation. This is one last thing I was going to say. He said something in the chat about an ID at Xbox has about 10 plus demos for a bunch of games out there. I fully condone that for different reasons because what you're doing, what they're doing is you're spotlighting something that you would never see. Right, A lot of these indie games, a lot of these hidden gems, you'll never be able to get to play them or you don't know about them or don't see them. So it's great to actually get a spotlight on those things so that people go, huh, I never even knew this game existed. It's great. It's also 20 bucks. I'll buy it. And you're supporting a, you know, an indie developer, right? That's a, great, that's a great thing. That's a different thing. But like Diablo, that ain't no indie developer. We know what, what, what we're getting with Diablo. <laughs> right. so I don't even... Sorry, back to the subject at hand. Um, we, oh we God. need to yeah, actually sorry. bring that up again in a moment when we get, when we change subjects, so we're going to talk about the ABK thing. Um, sure. we're also going to talk about, um, food analogies. We'll just leave it at that for now. And, okay. um, the wrath of Khan. I love the wrath of Khan, not the star Trek movie, but some of the other stuff that Xbox is dealing with. And then we're going to talk about these new next gen consoles and where, what, where we think they're going. And then the, the then my favorite will get closer to the end of the show. when we talk about why Bethesda games are going to come to PlayStation. This is, it's just, it's going to be hilarious, but um, let's talk about the far cry five upgrade. Right, it looks okay. fantastic. It, so now you guys are going to make me, you guys are going to make me go download it right now. Like I want to, I mean, see did it you now. play it back in oh, 2018? I put in a hundred plus hours into it because, well, uh, for anybody who doesn't know, outside of obviously my actual career, uh, I do some play testing for uh, Ubisoft Toronto. So I'm based ah. out of Toronto, right? So yeah, so I do play testing for them. There's games that I'm not allowed to talk about <laughs> coming up soon in the next few years. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, you think Redfall's hot? Wait till you see what I played. But anyways, that's besides the point. Uh, oh, I got a splinter in my finger. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> so anyways. Uh, as I was... <laughs> you son of a gun, <laughs> you know, if you, it's very important that you use tweezers to get that out. And, um, if you want to talk to me after the show, I can help you with that splinter that you've got. <laughs> oh yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, and of course, we ain't talking Ninja Turtles. Anyhow, in all seriousness, um, I'm excited to, you know what? I, I've got to download it now. Now I put in a hundred plus hours in that game because I play it with my wife. Um, and we have two separate home theaters in this house. Mine downstairs where I do all my gaming, and of course I got my cabinets, and I got all kinds of gaming systems down here. And then of course my wife has her own upstairs, because that's what happens when you marry a gamer. You can't share TVs, so we had to basically build our own like our, our, our own like battle stations. So we play any co-op game that we could play together, we always do. And uh, hey, that's true love, folks! Uh, anyways, uh, I put in 100 plus hours of Far Cry 5 with her, 
and uh, it was awesome. Uh, I loved every minute of it. I loved the world. The villain, I've got to say, he's got to be one of the best villains out there. He's got to oh. be one of the best out there. He yeah. was so intense and so creepy and so amazing. And Draw way too, dancing, brother. Way Sorry, too and, real. Way too real. Way too real. And, and you know what else? I liked his siblings, his sister with the you know the crazy with faith, drug faith. thing with the was with all the poppies. Like, yes. And uh, there was uh, that, then there was the brother, and then, oh, man, it was nuts. What a great and a, a nice little side thing for uh, one of my close people that's watching the show. Um, one of his brothers, the cult leader's brothers, Jacob Seed, is voiced by uh, Seamus, one of the main characters from Castle, a show that I watch. I'm finally catching up on the old, like, 10-year-old Castle show, and one of the main cops... Uh, voices one of the main bad guys in Far Cry 5 and I didn't realize right. that till I picked it back up um, and yeah and I saw his credits on there I'm like I can't wait because you go to a whole section just to deal with him for several hours and so I can't wait to hear his voice in video games I love that crossover stuff um, yeah, yeah. Far Cry 5 looks fantastic but we are as Xbox fans we're dealing with a really difficult situation where everyone is talking about how the PlayStation is really starting to outperform the Series X in a lot of games, or the frame rate is has an advantage, but the resolution is the same. We're starting to learn from Digital Foundry Mag that a lot of these games where PlayStation has the upper hand, they really do have a low, lower resolution than the Series X. But Digital Foundry has not always been disclosing that for two reasons. One is resolution will st start to become less consequential as we start using direct ML and fidelity super resolution where they're going to stop counting pixels. But the other problem is it's apparent that they use that extra headroom on the series X and then they don't realize the developers don't realize there may be performance hits, but here we are with far cry five mag and it's running at 44% or 46% or something like that. More resolution, than the PS five, which is more in line with what I predicted would happen for years. Yes, uh, I've, you've been saying it. Dealers been saying it. They said it's going to take time, but it's going to happen. A lot of people have clowned both of you guys about it and say, oh, "Look at this dead cold," you know. Or then, and then, or then, or then someone yeah. else on Twitter be like, "Well, look at that, that, that dealer," you know, because you know because PlayStation was running something one point two percent better than the than the than the than the Series X. But anyways, whatever. It's besides the point. By the way, I saw what you said. You want to take a shot? Someone in the chat actually said, if you want to have a drinking game, take a shot every time Mag says so anyways. It's not my fault. My brain is a three-ring circus. I got 18 different topics going on at the same time. I'm thinking about work, my kids, the show, chat. I'm doing this. I got games in my head. I got Far Cry 5 dancing like, like little sugar plum fairies above my head. It's I a know. madhouse in here, folks. So anyway. So anyways. Uh, and, <laughs> right. Uh, listen, I, yeah. I want to ask the chat this too. I'm going to ask you and I want to ask the chat. By the way, um, uh, yeah, I want to ask. Uh, I heard rumors from both sides, and this is why I want clarification because I couldn't get it. I've heard from uh, Xbox guys that Resident Evil 4 is performing and running better on the Series X. Yes. But I've also heard PlayStation guys saying the exact same thing. And I'm like, well, which is Oh, no, 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 no. D-Batch, I'm, I'm calling him D-Batchel Foundry. D-Batch ran his own analysis tools that, that Digital Foundry uses and found out that the Series X version is better in performance and resolution, but 
the Series X version, for some reason, has a massive dead zone problem. Uh, Gavin Stevens, a guy I follow, a uh, developer lives in the UK, that's on Twitter. He was showing his, he would move his controller, like move the stick almost all the way over before it would register the movement. Like it's just a massive dead zone. I'm getting deja vu. I felt like I said this last week. I probably did. Welcome to the ADD and Old Man Podcast with Matt, yeah. Cold Eastwood, and Sugar Plum Fairies. I, well, you did this on the camera. I'm dying. Uh, but yeah, no, there's a performance. Um, shout out to over 950 people who are here. Hit the like button. We're going to get into the hot topics. We were just kind of warming up with the games. I'm going to start off by not naming anybody because that's, that's what I like to do. But apparently... Mag, you're going to love this. This is a food analogy. Apparently, some people were running with this notion that what if, with this ABK deal and Xbox buying Activision, what if McDonald's, who sells a ton of Coca-Cola in their restaurants, what if Burger King came in and bought the rights to Coca-Cola and said, hey, McDonald's, you can still have Coca-Cola, but you know we get that 30% instead of Coca-Cola bottling company. Um Apparently, this is justification for PlayStation to go all out and block this merger and be afraid for their own profit and revenue stream. Meg, what are your thoughts on this uh, Coca-Cola analogy? Did you, did, you, did you clock it? I've seen this guy. I've seen this guy. He's uh, he's. Hey, listen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna clown the guy, or whatever, but. He's obviously very new to the community. Hey, I was there once too. I was new to the community as well at one point. So I'm not gonna. Say I'm still new. Yeah, I guess we're all considered new, right? However, in some respects he's right. Some respects he's absolutely wrong. Like some of the, like I understand like the part of like, I understand why Sony would have to fight this thing tooth and nail. I get it. That's their job. Their job is to protect their financial interests, right? Okay. Okay. Let's yeah. compartmentalize this. So let's compartmentalize all this. <laughs> so anyways, um, so sorry, it's going to be the new thing because someone else said it in the chat. Uh, and by the way, before I get into this, um, listen, anybody wants to ask me any questions about playtesting here in Toronto, just just, just DM me on Twitter. I saw you, Nigel. I saw you in there. Uh, so yeah. And uh, anyways, back to the subject at hand. Let's compartmentalize the situation. Mr. Sony Pib is, is better, yes. To- Go ahead. (laughs) Sony's going to do what they've got to do to protect their financial interests, right? Sure. Of course they are. It makes absolute sense. I would fire Jim Ryan if he didn't. Jim Ryan's job is to protect Sony's financial interests. Him trying to block the deal is absolutely his job. Okay, okay. At all costs. You cannot fault him for that. Shout out to Everborn Saga for saying that. He was the one who's who's been saying that for the last two weeks. He's like... If I were the head of Sony, I'd fire him if he wasn't fighting for um, uh, fight, uh, fighting to get this thing blocked. However, that being said, we're pushing that aside now. That being said, this is also capitalism. You have oh, the right. Oh yeah. You have the right, and that's why everybody is you know everybody around the world they do what they do. They have to go through all these committees and all this other stuff, whatever the F- you know the uh, the FTC and everything else, and the CMA and all these other uh, general bodies around the world. They have to analyze this to make sure that it's fair. Understood. That's also fair. We get that. That's part of the deal, especially when it's $70 billion. Okay? So it's one of the biggest tech acquisitions in the world, right? So, therefore, they're going to check on that. That being said as well, 
is that you're going to have to understand that capitalism allows you to be able to purchase whatever you want, when you want, how you want, as long as it's legal. It is nobody's decision to, to gatekeep anything if it's available for purchase. For example, if you want to go back 15 years ago, when, or 20 years ago, I think it was, when Spider- well, no, it's more than 20 years ago now, Spider-Man was everywhere. It was uh-huh. like gaming-wise. It was on, well, actually, funny It was enough, on 360 and PS3, and then there were Spider-Man games on the Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And then who bought Spider-Man? Sony. Who's mm-hmm. not allowed to use Spider-Man? Everybody in the world is not allowed to use Spider-Man unless they have express written permission by Sony. I understand that Spider-Man is clearly not as big, uh, big as the ABK. However, Spider-Man is just as big because, you know what? Spider-Man still sells the most comics, if anybody knows anything about comics. If anybody Mm. knows, they do. uh, Which have been the only successful Marvel movies since Endgame. Riddle me this, Batman! (laughs) It is the Spider-Man films are the number one films of that abomination, no pun intended, of uh, Phase 4 and and the beginning of Phase 5 of Marvel, right? All yeah. the best-selling, uh, best-selling and most profitable films are Spider-Man. Spider-Man is one of the biggest IPs on the planet. Therefore, they have gatekeeped the hell out of it. Why? Because they purchased it, and there's nothing you can do about it. Other uh, Mag, want- Mag, if uh, if Spider-Man was a soda, what soda would he be or pop? He would 100% be Coca-Cola. Why not Pepsi? He's got blue on his uniform, blue, red and blue, red, white, and blue. Pepsi is the same as RC Cola at this point. And you guys even get RC Cola? It's like it's like this third-rate ridiculous. You can, and I, I don't love the flavor of Pepsi. I do like Coke though. Should we should we do a pop, should we do a soda poll in the in the chat? Uh, a know, lot of people are, are are fighting about pet Mr. Pibb and Dr. Pepper because I, I love you guys. <laughs> While Mag is is explaining the fiduciary uh <laughs> fiduciary you know, fiduciaries. Yeah. I, 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 I've upset I've upset some people in the chat with my Spider-Man. Ninja Nurse, I see what you're saying. And say he's like the new Spidey films are awful, but you could say they're awful. You are entitled to your opinion 100%. However, they're the most profitable films that that uh, superhero they films have been released since Endgame. That cannot be argued. It's just like people who say Call of Duty is the worst game ever. Oh, it's the same crap every year. It hasn't been. Good. Good. Some guy today said Call of Duty hasn't been good since 2008, and I'm like, Yay. for you. <laughs> But it's the biggest and best-selling game every single year of all time. It breaks every single MPD record. It's the most profitable game, and this and that. Blah, 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 blah. We all know the story, okay? Yeah, yeah. The thing is, it doesn't matter. And like I said, you're entitled to your opinion. Obviously, if you don't like it, that's fine. I'm never gonna say you're wrong. That's not. That's not how real. That's not how the world works in the in the real world. Anyway. So you you agree with this person that PlayStation has every right to fight to they block have this no deal? Right to fight it, but so, they have no grounds. They have the right okay. to fight it okay. based on what I'm saying is they have the right to fight it on principle because they're fighting for the like I said the welfare of their company which makes a ton of money off of Call of Duty for example right so I understand that but they have no grounds for it legally so they're gonna lose and there's no point in crying about it there's no point in crying about it or, or be, being upset about it there's nothing illegal about it. So therefore, what's the problem here? You know what I'm saying? There's no point trying to, okay, you know, this is the same as McDonald's with Coca-Cola and Burger King and ba 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 It's just, a, yeah. it's just, 
it's just semantics, okay? It's semantics and people just drawing straws. It's it's rats on a sinking ship. It's all these different analogies I can come up with off the top of my head. It's all a bunch of nonsense. Don't worry about it. Leave it alone. You're not going to stop it. The deal's going through. Just like I said last week, just like I said since last year, it's going to go through because they have no legal grounds to do so, to stop it. Okay? They will be um, – uh, what the hell do they call it? Um, I can't think of it. I, the, the word escaped me for crap. See what happens when you're old – Anyways, um, well, let me. Yeah. So, so, so I agree anyways. with you. I so, anyways, I agree with you that if PlayStation didn't fight this to some extent, what in the heck are they doing, right? It also bothers me. It's like, well, it's not your money. I've said that a bunch of times. It's not your money, Jim. You, you didn't make this purchase. Xbox is now the whole analogy about if anybody knows. Come on, some of us, everybody except Maggie's fast food, Coke out. Coke at McDonald's is a massive deal. In fact, there are statistics. My brother used to work for Coca-Cola. In fact, I did too for a summer. I, I was really? a Coke, Coca-Cola material, Mag. We'll, we'll tell so, that story another day. But So on Twitter, I'm going to tell everybody that you sold Coke. All right, that's yes, good. I, no, yes, that's, I sold Coke. Right, yeah, back in, back in 98, I, I was a you Coke merchandiser. Yes, for, for, for sure. So <laughs> there's a statistic that my brother would probably be able to tell me if I asked him, but... Coca-Cola sells out of McDonald's so fiercely that when you go, <laughs> this is kind of funny for those of you who like drinking soda. If you go to Burger King, they have massive canisters of, of CO2. And then they have big, big boxes full of big of plastic pouches full of syrup. And that's how they distribute the soda so that they can get it through the drive-thru or over the counter. But <laughs> at Coca-Cola, or at McDonald's, they actually have a reservoir that comes in like a gas station. They sell so much Coca-Cola. That is what I've been told. So they sell a lot of Coca-Cola, all right? Now, here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing about this whole argument about PlayStation being worried about losing Call of Duty. I don't think it's about losing access to Call of Duty because I think Xbox really means it for the next 10 years, they're going to sign a deal with them. Now, one thing they will miss as we've kind of beaten this into the ground, but they will miss those exclusivity deals, which make them even more money. I think the real problem, because, you know, the PlayStation fans, Mag, they're not worried about the bottom line. They're not worried about the financial this or that and the profit margin. I think what it really comes down to, and clip this if you, if you want, because this is, this is a revelation from the heavens. The real problem with Xbox owning Call of Duty is that 30% profit on PlayStation no longer goes to Activision. It will go to Xbox, and that's what burns their, their aft bathing suit area so much. It bothers them so much that that money will no longer go to the big Activision machine. It's actually going to Microsoft and Xbox, and I think that's the biggest problem. Before I close this statement, I said PlayStation stands to miss about 3% of their yearly revenue related to Call of Duty under the ownership of Xbox for the next 10 years. All cool Call of Duty fans will never be locked out of access or expanded content from now on if they choose to play the game thanks to Xbox. Because, Meg, they'll no longer be exclusive Mac packs on PlayStation that are hidden away from PC gamers, hidden away from Xbox gamers. Now the game will be on Nintendo platforms. And Phil Spencer's already said we are not going to lock away exclusive content 
And when he said that, he was specifically talking about, because this is a four-year-old comment that people have used against Phil when they come up with a game that's exclusive. I'm rambling, I'm sorry, but this is important. Phil has made it their referendum to uh, keep all of their games multi-platform and all access to everybody. So Xbox will no longer have exclusive map packs, exclusive expanded content, only on the Xbox or PC and hidden away from PlayStation. Because of Xbox buying Activision, those games will be available in parity to everyone. And Jim Ryan is trying to stop it. Your thoughts, Mag? Well, you're absolutely right, 100%. Well said, by the way. Chat, uh, chat, you know what? Give the man a hand, okay? The guy's saying it right. Did I say 30? I said, I meant 3%. I'm going to write it in the chat. Sorry, go ahead, man. You were talking about the 30% that was going to Activision. I think that's what Punty was Oh, yes, yes. I think it is. I think it is. When, before I give you the mic, right? When, uh, I'm so sorry. I hate to talk over you. I I really, truly hate it. In fact, I'll I'll, I'll stop here in a second. Uh, I think when PlayStation makes sales off of Call of Duty, 30% of that is either held back or goes back to Activision. That, that's that's right. industry standard. So go ahead. So, so what's happened? Well, actually, I think isn't it 30% goes to PlayStation and the 70% goes to the publisher? That's or is it, or is, or that's is it why. That's why. Yeah, that's why it didn't sound okay. right. Yeah. Okay. So now what happens is 70% is going to the Xbox game studio. Sorry. Yeah, I got that backwards. See what I'm saying? So yes. the funny thing is, the irony is, and this is what I think of, this is what makes me laugh. This is what I was talking about on Boom Show last week, and we laughed about it. Shout out to Mr. Boomstick XL, by the way. Uh, great, great, great man in this community. Anyways, here's the thing. We were laughing about it because what Jim was fighting about is he was fighting to get, <laughs> he was saying that the profit that they get from Call of Duty was going to go and help fund their first party exclusives because they cost so much money, right? And I get that. If you look at some of their games, they're costing $150, $200 million to put some of these games together. Your God of War, I'm talking your big ones, like your God of Wars, you know, your uh, your uh, your Last of Us and whatever else, blah, 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 right? So the funny thing is, is that that 70% is now going to Xbox and that's going to fund their first party exclusives. So the thing that the, the thing that Jim was com- uh, complaining about is going to happen on the opposite side of the fence. So right, now right. every Call of Duty uh, title that sells on the PlayStation, seventy percent of those profits are going into the uh, are going into the R and D of the Xbox of the Xbox Game Studios for them to fund their first party titles. And that's why it's so important because now Microsoft is going to be the publisher. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Right. So all that money is going to go back into their coffers and then that's where they can utilize that money. You know, they make half a billion dollars or whatever it is from Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. Guess what? That half a billion. okay, half a billion dollars can fund two massive AAA games at 250 mil a piece. Right. So, (laughs) yeah, Abadel said PlayStation funding Perfect Dark. (laughs) Well, yeah, basically that's what's happening. And so the funny thing is, is that PlayStation, you know what? Why play the game when you could buy the field? Uh, you know, you could buy the stadium, buy the team, 
You know what I mean? And just have them do it for you. You have literally created a money printing uh, uh, enterprise. That's what this is. It's going to be self-funding. So when it's being outsourced to all these different people, Nintendo, PC, PlayStation, all the profits from there going back into Xbox or going back to Microsoft. Let's, let's, you know, let's be you know, realistic here. It's going back into Microsoft or into Xbox Game Studios. It is yeah. literally funding all their products going forward. So everything else they're doing is gravy. That is right. And I would profit. assume that whatever money they make off of um, let's, Bethesda and Activision and Blizzard are added to the equation, right? So they self-publish, but that money probably sticks within the overall system of Microsoft gaming at Xbox, right? So it's not a stretch to say that some of the money that they make from Call of Duty, a portion goes over to next-gen consoles or mid-gen console releases, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Some of the money goes over to Xbox Studios, like you said, Mag. But most of it's going to go back into the Call of Duty machine from Call of Duty. And I'm sure that's what the expectation is, is as Activision starts working for Xbox, that they'll continue to keep that money that comes back in as they make a successful product and they can reinvest that into the next big Call of Duty game. But um, but you can funnel some of that money out into the other games. I want to address two things, two, uh, two people in the chat here. Little Devil, we were saying, why not? Why don't they just spend $70 billion on, on making 70 quadruple A titled games or whatever? The thing with that is that that is a short-term fix that could be something that you could spend over like you know uh the next 10 15 years or whatever why don't they spend what what was it no no like they said why spend the money why spend 70 billion buying Uh them when you could just spend 70 billion dollars making like a bunch of different like massive exclusives for xbox the thing is that's a short-term fix and by even 10 15 20 years is considered short term microsoft is thinking half a century to a century from now i know it sounds crazy but they think like 10 they they, they think like five decades from now it's one of the reasons why we had such a crappy 2022 as uh and i hate it i i hate that they do this but I could bet you anything that Phil Spencer sat back and goes, oh, man, our 2022 just got railroaded. But, right. you know, we're thinking hey. wait, we're thinking the next five years. Uh, we'll, we'll just have to get over this bump, and I, which I hate because you and I both know that they should have cracked the wallet and remedied 2022, and they didn't. But the Activision Blizzard thing, like you're saying, Meg, it's not about exclusive content <clears throat> or bolstering up Game Pass. It's actually nope. more... Getting into the mobile space, which we'll talk about in a minute, but it's about creating a f- just a flow of revenue that f- what all j- funds Game Pass, funds the consoles, funds the studios, funds cloud, and everything. It's it's it. I mean, generating money so that it keeps the business afloat without even having to actually spend any money. It is literally generating enough to keep it afloat on its own. So if any, that's how Microsoft succeeds in the way they do. When a lot of people say, how the hell is Microsoft worth $2 trillion when they've had all these failures? You know, they've had the, the Windows phone, Zune and all this Zune. stuff. Is that because, yeah. because when, one, when one section or one uh, division falters, the other ones basically they, they print money and they and it basically it funds every every other department. That's how it works. That you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I understand it's not like a big pot. They don't just pour everything in a pot. But what it does is that they support each different division. Otherwise, X, if Xbox was on its own and if it was small enough as Sony, the Xbox One generation might have sunk the console. It they, almost but did. The fact that they're and the fact that it's attached to a two trillion dollar company is the reason why it's not sunk. 
That's why. And that's why Sega sunk, because Sega did not have $2 trillion in their bank to be able to afford to keep it afloat until they could come up with a much better uh, long-term game plan, which they have. The other thing I was going to mention, it was um, uh, somebody else in here, Calorie. And uh, yes, I'm trying to keep my calories down, okay? So let's keep it down over here. Now, the, here's the thing. He said, you know, PlayStation gets 30% for basically nothing. Xbox has to pay all the devs, etc. Correct. That's why they take 70%. Yeah. And they're going to take that 70%. And that's part of, like, let's say the $200 million that it costs to make a AAA game. Paying the devs is part of that $200 million. It's not like you get, it's costing them $200 million and then they got to pay people. That's all part of the, you know what I mean? That's all part of the, the budget. It's like Hollywood. I mean, let's face it, they're also liars. Okay, when it comes to big corporation, these guys, these guys are all liars and whatever. They fudge all the numbers anyway to line their pockets. That's what they do in Hollywood. That's what they do in the tech world. It's the same thing. So when they say there's a $200 million budget, there's a lot of buffers in there that we don't know about. Um, and and they, they fudge a lot of those numbers. But that's fine. Everybody's getting paid, and everybody's being taken care of. Yeah, right? I mean, just think about... So 70%. Yeah, and just... Shout out to 1,200 people here watching the show. Thank you so much for your support. Hit the like button if you think Mag is uh, super, super handsome. We're going to fold into this ABK thing with some more factoids. You know, Xbox Game Pass is at uh, around $30 And you have to ask yourself, just Game Pass alone as an island makes some... $3 $3 billion per year if uh, at this point most people are paying the regular price for Game Pass um, instead of the dollar, right? So if it's yeah. making close to $3 billion a year, you have to ask yourself, what does it cost to run 20 studios while they all are being funded to make games? Is it is it $3 billion? Are they breaking even? I mean, Phil's already said they're actually making money. It's actually profitable, not just in revenue. So... This that's, that's their business, Colt. I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna rip my. Well, I don't have any hair. I was about to say I'm gonna rip my. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna rip out my arm hair, trying to figure out if they're making money or not. That's not my business. That's right. Phil's job. Only that's in Phil's this. Job. That's, oh, only in this community, in this industry of, of being gaming fans, will you have one certain sect of the uh, of the gaming fans that will celebrate spending more money? It, it absolutely boggles my mind. Um, consumers do i care if te- like for example do i care like I, I i got i got a tesla okay do i care if tesla made money this year i don't care i have, what does that make a difference to my life what makes a difference to my life is my personal experience with that vehicle and that car right yeah, obviously yeah. you know obviously it'd be a big problem if the company went under and then I, and then no one could repair it when i needed a repair i get that you want these companies to stay afloat but i'm not sitting there and like talking semantics for th- 4 hours a week on youtube uh, on uh, twitter spaces and on spaces. youtube talking <laughs> you know you know, Twitter space is talking about how much profit they're making. I don't care what Elon Musk is making, but if he makes a product that I like, I'm going to purchase it because I'm a consumer. You and I, <laughs> we're not, well, I mean, we're kind of gods, but I mean, we're not like, we're just right. Yeah, I know, right? We're just regular people. We're yeah. gamers. We're gamers. Or, who, when we're done with the show, I sit down and play video games. Come on, man. Or like, why would you want Xbox to shut down? I mean, I really feel like there are people who, are waiting for this deal to get blocked. They want Xbox to say, you know what? We tried. We can't do it. We're leaving the gaming business. You know, this console's it. We're done. And then PlayStation would just go, huh, 
It's nice over here. Let's raise prices even more. Let me read this uh, couple supers here from Duran TJ with the $5 super says, hi, Cole. I'm Mag. I've been waiting all day to listen to you guys. Everyone, please hit the like button. Do as Duran TJ says. I've been waiting all day to do the show. You know, sometimes on Monday I wake up and I'm like, I got to get the show ready and I'll sit down like seven hours ahead. I'm like, okay, I got to put together a a thumbnail and and, uh, I hope you guys enjoy the show. Yudana Kizada, who's been a channel member and an amazing mod for 38 months, says, all this talk about Series S holding back Series X, but the Nintendo Switch is holding back the whatever the next Nintendo thing is. And Yudani's right. Did you hear the head of Nintendo, Mag, said that there's still a few more years left in the Nintendo Switch? There will be, but it's, it's not going to stop them from releasing a new console in 2024. Agreed. So when are we, when are we seeing the new Nintendo Switch, according to your inside sources that you're making no up right now? <laughs> no, but I no, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not at liberty to talk about that stuff. However, 2024. Keep your eyes peeled for later on this year. In 2024, something's going to happen. So we'll see. As long as everything is on schedule, that's what's going to happen. But yeah. that doesn't mean that. See, you see, that's just corporate speak. By the way, Joe Dunmore is in the chat. That's a. Uh, you know what? Joe Dunmore was watching uh, uh, watching my shows back in uh, when I was doing the shows with Noof. We had like. 60 people in the chat and there was joe dunmore every single week so i would always shout him out every week just like that and you know what it's gonna continue here joe you got a bigger audience now buddy so you're gonna get that uh the doctor i see you in there too buddy uh anyways listen that's corporate speak you they're just saying things like that because you know why come on colt let's face it they want people to keep buying the switch absolutely yeah, if you if you say, "Hey, man, the, the Nintendo Switch is just—it's too long in the tooth. We're about to can it." Like, they're not—they're never going to say that. They want you to buy a Switch up until the day before the new console comes out. I mean, how right? many are like in route on a ship and in on trucks and in shipping yards, what ready to even go to a store to go on a shelf? Like, this is—you uh, know—that's how the PS3 outsold the 360 yes. because they just in kept the shipping them. They just kept, kept shipping, shipping them. them. Yeah, and they, they there's um yeah, PlayStation Smart didn't move. win that. PlayStation didn't but, win that one. Um, they lost they yeah, they lost the mind share of that generation. They but absolutely the end, did, yeah. They lost but the in the end they outsold, but they also they outsold. outsold that final year mag because the Xbox One launch or the Xbox One reveal in May, you know they had 6 months to launch whatever it was of, the, of Xbox One and PS4. People were so anti Xbox that they were still buying PS3s in excitement for PS4. Now, I don't blame him. Danny Passion official with a $2 super says, a bit late, but I'm here starting a six hour plus drive. Bro, where are you going? I would be sleeping <laughs> right in the guardrail. Can't do it, man. I can't drive more than two hours. Like like uh, Niagara Falls is only two hours from me. That's where I uh, actually that's where I hang out with Noof Nukem uh, uh, once a year, twice a year when he comes uh, to uh, Niagara Falls for a con- uh, convention. And we hook up over there. Uh, not that kind of hook up. Relax, everybody. Uh, we hook up to hang out. I wasn't going to say. Bowling, and we do fun things, and we go to haunted houses. It's a lot of fun. Anyways, uh, yeah, it's two hours. That's my max, dude. I can't drive more than two hours. Even though New York is only like eight hours for me drive, I was like, ah, oh, just come down. Dude, I'll fly there for 45 minutes, okay? Like, I, I ain't driving two hours. But anyway, we, we go on a road trip, and I get all comfy in the front seat. My wife drives, and I'm like, like immediately. You- you can oh. sleep with your wife driving. I'm like this when my wife's driving. And I'm no, like, she's, a, that was, she's an amazing that was driver. She's an amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Last time we went on a long road trip, I had the Logitech G Cloud, and I was playing MLB The Show uh, on the highway on I-5 with 5G network. It was it's incredible. 
Look at, look at Tony D in the chats writing about the Xbox One launch disaster. Hey, just a little tidbit for those who may not have heard the story. It goes like this in three seconds. I saw that reveal. I told all my friends, we're not going Xbox this gen. And that was me. And then Titanfall changed everything. I'm like, I'm not getting a PlayStation. Titanfall looks awesome. So we got uh, KY Bob. Uh, hey. I, he, wa he wants me to be on the show this Thursday. And uh, I'm making sure everything's ready to go because I want to be on and hang out with him. And uh, he says... Diablo 4 closed beta whisked me off. Oh, I got to read this in such a whimsical way. It says, Diablo 4 closed beta whisked me off into an adventure this past weekend. So pumped for this one, Colt. Colt, you and Mag really flow good together. Rock on. <laughs> you know what? That was fantastic. Thank you very much. Uh, now you can do the intro for Fable when the Fable trailer launches. Um, here's the thing. Now... By the way, everybody's asking me about the Tesla autopilot, the auto drive, and I'm like, I'm never going to use it because if I want to drive 170, uh, I, I do that. But the, the, the computer's not going to do that for me. I'll do that. Anyways, that's besides the point. Getting back to the subject at hand. <laughs> Listen, I'm glad you enjoyed the, the, the beta, and I'm going to be right there when the game launches. But now, aren't you sad and brokenhearted that you have to wait another three months to play the game? It would drive me insane. Well, that's I got like, a little taste. You know, yeah. It's awful. It's like, it's like when you have like a girlfriend in the Middle Ages and you're about to go to war. You're like, give me a kiss and a lock of your hair. And then she gives you a kiss and then you don't see her for three years. And she gives, a gives you a lock of her mustache. Mustache. Yeah. And yeah. then you go off to war for three years and you can't see her because you're, you're with your broadsword, you know, fighting in Ireland or whatever the hell you're doing. That's ridiculous. Like, I don't want to play something that I enjoy and then not touch it. I kept the lock months. of your hair in my breastplate for three years. Now I've got to you know, rash. I would literally have to cut a finger off because I have no hair on my body. I mean, other than my face. Like, that's it. Like I, mean, I know. Like, I saw earlier. My hair, I would just have to, like, like, chop off a pinky like a like a Yakuza. Just chop off the pinky. But here, take that. Take that to war. Enjoy. Put it around your neck. Tell your friends. Anyways. Hey, on, uh, speaking of chopping off fingers, I remember. <laughs> this is such an aside, <laughs> right? I remember when I was, like, 20 hours into Assassin's Creed 1, the first game in 07. And I noticed while I was climbing, I looked close <clears throat> on a 1080p 50-inch Vizio. I look and I go, he's missing his ring finger. I'm like, holy crap. And then it comes into the story and I'm like, where are those moments in gaming? Where are those? Let's shift gears. Eternal Shadows with the $20 super says, good evening, Colton. Oh, good evening, Colton Mag. Since the ABK Microsoft is taking so long, Mag, how will you interpret Sony's complaints to Microsoft in Animal Crossing language? Oh Great podcast. Which natural flavor lemon soda will you pick up? He asks, is it 7-Up or Sprite? All right, two questions. How will you interpret Sony's complaints in Animal Crossing language? Listen, this is my thing. I hate, I mean, like, I've, I've complained about it before. I've complained about it again. I thought, uh, you know, Mr. Boomstick XI, I know he plays Animal Crossing, and it drives me insane. I'm like, dude, it's 2022. Why can't Nintendo games have voices? Why do I have to sit there and listen to this? Have you listened to Animal Crossing? Like, you sit yeah. there watching the game. I'm like, all right, let me see what the hype's all about. Because, you know, remember people were lined up during the pandemic, and they're like, I don't Bro, care if I die. I'm it's an amazing game. People love it. But what's, what's yeah, the well, voice sound like? And then, and then I turn on YouTube. I'm like, let me see what this hype is all about. And then I see these ridiculous characters that look like like Japanese people that were put inside, like the, you know those suits where you walk, you know, like in Tokyo, the inflatable suits. Dancing. Yeah, yeah. You see them dancing in the streets in the suits, <laughs> like the anime suits. And then they're and then I'm like, okay, this is already ridiculous. And then all of a sudden they start talking, 
And they go like this. And I'm like, can't you speak? What it's the, the highest selling game in 2022 or 2021 or whatever it was. You can see that that's the scam. They can't even pay a voice actor. I could have done all the voices for Animal Crossing for like 50 bucks. They probably paid a guy a case of beer and 50 bucks. And like, listen, can you do these stupid sounds for like 30 minutes? And be like, yeah, dude, whatever, man. And then probably drank half the case of beer and sat there and go. Beep, 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 beep. That's not a game. That's <coughs> ridiculous. It's like the 16 bit era thing like that hasn't evolved past it, but. That game is one of the most popular games out. 16-bit so, games still had voices. Don't you remember Altered Beast? Power up. They still had voices? Some yeah, one. but then there was like, you're out. Yeah, like the old uh, Intellivision baseball game. Dub, who's been a channel member for 20 months. We'll, we'll get through this show, I, I promise. He says, hey, Colt Mag, thanks for making Monday less boring at the office. Can't wait for those Redfall impressions this Wednesday. Yeah, I can't wait. I've got it all rendered. It's all uploaded. It's been uploaded for like five days. It's sitting there with the little like a lockdown thing. And uh, oh, gosh, I, I, I can't wait. So welcome to the channel membership. THFC till I die has the uh, Joanna Dark thing. Let's move on and talk about uh, this this new information that nine out of ten or seven out of eight or whatever it was uh, gaming companies and a couple of big AAA ones possibly we think is Take Two Mag was one that spoke up about Xbox that they approve of this deal. Did you get into the uh, into the news of? These studios and publishers stood up and said, "What are we doing? Let them let them have it. Let's get into competition." Listen, this is a testament to what, like, like I said, this is a litmus test, not a testament. It's a litmus test of what's of what's going on in the community. People are not only for it; they, first of all, it doesn't affect them. Okay, so they're like, yeah. "Well, what the hell is the difference?" It affects. I, I understand how it affects Sony. I get that. Uh, and we talked about that already. I'm not going to get into that again. But the fact that they're getting support from all these other uh, publishers and studios and developers. The other thing is, and this is something that's not talked about enough, we can't forget, okay, just a few short years ago. Guys, gals, do you remember the toxic environment that was at Activision Blizzard? The yeah. firings, the sexual abuse the verbal abuse, the physical abuse, all these different things that happened over there, that the the, the, the the toxic workforce and blah, 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 blah. All right, we all know the story. All right, we saw the stories. We did podcasts about them. We already talked about all this stuff. We already know it. But they also talked, and, 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 you know, Phil talked about it. Some other people talked about it. They talked about, if you guys want to unionize, go right ahead. If that's what's going to make your work environment better, we're we're 100% behind it. So not only is it beneficial for, obviously, Microsoft in the end when it comes to making money, because let's face it, Microsoft, they're not philanthropists, okay? It's not Bruce Wayne. These guys are here to make money at the end of the day. They just laid off 10,000 people for crying yeah. out loud. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're there to make money. Let's not lie to ourselves as to what they're doing. But at the same time, if you are working there and you are making them money, which is what they want you to do, they're going to make your experience as smooth and comfortable as possible. And they're, and, they're, and they're opening the doors to that. The other developers see this, and they're going to want to go work there when they find out it's this. Okay, hey, listen, not going to lie to you. It's still work. You know what I mean? Like the sure. people that work for me, it's still work. Like people work for me, okay? I'm the, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the senior executive for a corporation. Okay, I got a lot of people working for me. All right. But the thing is, I make that experience extremely comfortable for a lot of people. I'm like, listen, I'll tell you right now, and I'm not blowing smoke. 
Okay, this is going to be the best job you're ever going to have. And it's going to be the best work environment you're ever going to have. Can and I work I'm for you? Be the best work for me, and, a, and I'm going to be the best boss you're ever going to have. And you know what the funny thing is? Six months later, they all say, you were right. And I said, but there's work involved. You do have to produce. It's not just come over here and drink lattes all day. You got to do stuff. You got to work. But I will make it the best work environment. This is what Microsoft is trying to do. This is what Microsoft is going to do. And, and that's why it's going to get better and better. And that's why pe more people are going to migrate to their facilities. People are going to migrate to their studios, to their publishers. And it's going to continue on from there. And that's why these other publishers are looking at saying, hey, man, let them do what they want. They're doing it. Not do what they want, but you know what I'm saying. Let them go ahead and do it. it does, it's, it's, it's good for the consumers. It's good for the gamers. And you know what the thing is? I bet you companies like Take-Two are looking at the situation going, how can we get a piece of this pie? Because you know what they're going to do? They're going to look at some of their mobile, uh, like maybe they'll have a, a couple divisions working on mobile games and things like that. And if Microsoft or smaller or smaller conventional games. Yeah. Okay. Because you know what's coming up on the horizon. Brad Sams talked about it today. I don't know if you saw that. I did. He's saying, watch yeah. out. See that? He said, watch out for March 2024. It said that there's a rumor out there, a word out there, that Microsoft's going to be um, launching a mobile app that's going to rival Apple. That's big, folks. That's okay, scary. That's, that's that's a big that's, that's a big, big challenge. So now that's a big challenge, but th maybe this is what this was all. This is first of all, this is what this is all about to begin with. Call of Duty is just what happens to be in the crosshairs. No pun intended. But that is only what they're talking about. That what Microsoft's uh, sites are set on is the mobile. They don't care about Call of Duty. In five years from now, Call of Duty could be useless. Okay, the game well, could be obsolete. I mean they do care about I mean, Call of Duty. It's one of the biggest, hard. biggest games. But when people say, you know, they're going to take the game away from where it sells the most on PlayStation, I'm like, it, well, I mean, yeah, the conventional sales for Call of Duty might sell more on PlayStation, but there are 210 million people playing Warzone on mobile alone. I'll say it again. On mobile alone, there are more people playing Call of Duty Warzone on a phone then exist a PS4 and PS5 customer. So exactly. it is a big deal. And they need to get into the mobile market. And if Take-Two has some mobile games or some smaller games that can be played on a smaller screen, then they're going to want a piece of that pie. And eventually it's going to come to the fact where even Take-Two would want to put Grand Theft Auto 6, eventually, a couple years after it's launched, like they did Red Dead 2, onto Game Pass. And they're going to enjoy that fat check that Microsoft didn't has given and cloud. them. Yes, and cloud, and have it like on all these places. And Meg, you were talking about uh, they're they're you know Xbox is here not to serve us; they're here to make money. But if you provide a great value and a great offering to your consumer, and you look like you give the appearance that you're doing great things and moving the industry and expanding it and you're making money, then you're in a really good situation. The problem is right now, PlayStation provides a great thing for millions and millions of consumers. They have some of the best exclusives out there next to Nintendo. Um, right now, they do that, right? But they're also the laughing stock of the industry. PlayStation is situated right now where everyone is starting to say, wow, you're kind of looking like Gru. 
Or you're kind of looking like a, a, a super villain right now, the way that you're treating, you're trying to block crossplay. You, you were against crossplay for so long. You're trying to money hat AAA games, Star Wars, Final Fantasy, Spider-Man. You're money hatting these franchises away from everyone, but someone who chooses to only play on a PlayStation. The other problem is they want to have that exclusive content. You know, you want to play Destiny here. You want to play Call of Duty here. You want to play Star Wars here because we have the content. Hogwarts Legacy. We have the content no one else gets. You got to play it here. And th that starts to look like, gosh, I got to buy a PlayStation. And so this is where they look like the bad guy and Microsoft and Xbox are starting to look a lot more favorable. And why in the heck aren't the regulators seeing it? Well, you know, the thing is, at the end of the day, and I've cried, I've, I've cried, I've cried and complained about this for a long time, that the one thing, you're absolutely right, 100%. I have been on top, listen, I've, I've, I've said this mantra for years, and people laugh at it when I say it because it sounds funny. Love PlayStation, hate Sony. And it's a fact. Oh, yeah. I love the, you know what I mean? Love PlayStation, yeah. hate Sony. I love the PlayStation. I love the PlayStation 5. I love the PlayStation 4. I had great experiences on those on those systems, both those systems. I've had, obviously, every single PlayStation. I've had greats uh, on all of them. Xbox has been hit and miss different generations for different reasons, right? Sure, yeah. X Xbox, the original Xbox, great. 360, fantastic. I put uh, the 360 and the PS1 as the two greatest consoles of all time, in my opinion. Sure. my opinion, not anybody. Sure. Uh, and you know what I mean? So they're great. Over the PS2, huh? Hmm. Yes, over the PS2. Uh, in my opinion, but I never owned a PS2, is, but I did. I did uh, like the PlayStation One. Yeah, love, love the play. Well, you know why? Because it took me. It took me in a different trajectory in my gaming career at that point. I, like I just realized, I'm like, this is this is next level. This is no longer an Nintendo. Metal Gear Solid uh, was like the yeah. experience that you didn't get in gaming. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, so anyway, that being said, I never ever liked Sony's practices because what they do, and I I know why they do it. I mean, they're doing it the strong. They've been strong arming this community not community well yeah they've been strong arming the community and of course the gaming world at large since day one they 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 screwed nintendo over they put sega out of business mm -hmm. they put the 3do out of bit well the 3do basically put itself out of business by being a thousand dollars but anyway in the 90s but besides all that right I, and by the way my neighbor had one that's the only it's a lot right now thing. bro I know, I know it's a not a lot now so anyways, the thing is, they've strong-armed all these different things. They've, they've locked people out of content. They've, they've basically forced you to, if you want to do this. For example, it just happened this week. Like I said, my wife and I are bo both playing Hogwarts, right? I'm walking around Hogsmeade. Revelio, 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 Revelio. Well, I'm in the, I'm I'm in the shop going, one... this hat looks nice. Yeah. Ooh, this coat's <laughs> nice. <laughs> right. I, got, I had one uh, field guide missing, and I couldn't find the damn thing, right? Anyways, I see this thing when I revelioed, and I see this blue door, and it's made. It's got wood planks across it. I'm throwing every spell you could possibly. I'm like Voldemort. I'm like, oh, Voldemort. I'm like doing everything under the sun, and this wood won't move. So I go upstairs and I go, I go, honey, I go, what's with this bloody thing with this door? I can't. She goes, oh, I looked that up. She goes, it's PlayStation exclusive level. I never so even saw. A, I never even saw that. Oh my gosh. So, I, I was standing in front of this bloody door for like 10 minutes throwing every spell. I look like I'm, I'm I look like John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever dancing, right? Like throwing every spell right. at this thing. Right? Kicking your leg moves. out, flicking your right. wrist. Doing yeah. like the, you know, the 2013 Gangnam Style. Anything to open this door, it's not working. 
And and then she she looked it up and she goes, yeah, I did the same thing. And she goes, turns out that's a PlayStation exclusive level and it can only be accessed on the PlayStation. You know how much that made me mad. Let me let me move let me move into the other thing that makes people mad with PlayStation, and this is something that we've heard complaints about. But one of these big publishers that spoke out about PlayStation to the CMA said that um, this is about a multi-platform developer that works closely with PlayStation, Nintendo, and Xbox. They explain the disadvantage of having their games in the PlayStation market. Because you were talking at the beginning of the show, Mag, about about small studios trying to find their way, and and PlayStation is so big. They said, and I'll I'll read the quote: "On PlayStation, we found our sales growing stagnant with each release." Okay, pay attention because this is like really, really telling. Telling. This is mainly due to the fact that despite PlayStation having a lion's share of player numbers and console sales, that share is mainly provided to larger titles from huge publishing labels and or developers who are willing to spend lots of money on paid marketing within PlayStation on the console. This means that on PlayStation, it simply isn't a level playing field for every publisher. PlayStation devices now, your title will rarely appear organically to the PlayStation players. Instead, you are 100% reliant on players knowing about your game already and searching for it on the store. They, this is the second half of it. They say, on Xbox, the opposite has come true over the last several years. Remember, it used to be called the PlayStation Indie Station, and then it seemed like they didn't care about indies as much. Now, Xbox become the place to find... Cold. They only liked the indies because they had no releases at that time. As soon as their AAA started going, they're like, "Indie what?" And they went like this. Yep. Okay, and then they so kicked them out. The door. <laughs> okay, so like, oh yeah, yeah, we used you for the six. Yeah, months. yeah, we, we didn't need you. you. <laughs> yeah, we didn't need you anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, Get uncharted. Bye. And then they slammed the door on you. Know, you know <laughs> that, that was you when know they that. had the. That was the early PS4 era when they said our first party exclusives are sparse. That was a yeah, very then, hot, hot quote leaning on anybody that was going to get attention to them and then all of a sudden it turned into like you know the denzel washington gif where he slams the door in the guy's face Slam. that's pretty much what they did yep. right as soon as their 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 uh as soon as their exclusives came up they shut the door on everybody and now, in fact they raised the prices on being able to expose their games on the on the playstation store did you know about that they raised it from like 30 to like forty thousand dollars to be able to expose it like to put the tile like yes and on, I, I don't know if this quote properly illustrates how bad it is on PlayStation, but you're going to see as I finish this quote that PlayStation doesn't care about small businesses, which is a major gripe with the CMA against Xbox. They're afraid that Xbox will do all this and then small businesses will, will fail or will not have a chance to be in the competitive market. The complete opposite is what is happening. So here's the rest of the quote. There are numerous means of players finding your game on Xbox, including special sections on the store and through the Xbox Game Pass service. As a result, this is such a bomb right here. They say, as a result, we found that despite Xbox having smaller player numbers and smaller console sales than PlayStation, our games sell just as well since we find players our players find our games on there. We usually find that the revenue we make now from our new games is more on Xbox than PlayStation due to this fact, again, despite Xbox being a smaller platform in many ways. So, so now, doesn't that... 
let that sink in, everybody. Doesn't that take us back to an hour and a half ago when we were talking about why PlayStation is fighting so hard for Call of Duty? Because their exclusives are not selling as well as people think. And, and which, of course, when they do put out numbers, they don't put... You notice in 2022, they had some hot games. They didn't put out any numbers. GT7 for, uh, and Horizon didn't get... Yeah, didn't get numbers. But did um, God of War Ragnarok, Meg? Yeah, 11 million. Uh, but they also bundled... God of they remember the only play the only time you can get a PlayStation Five was bundled with God of War Ragnarok. So anytime that they released any uh, the, the PlayStation Fives that just by themselves they pulled them out of they they pulled them out of circulation and the only ones you could buy were the ones bundled with God of War. So basically, I could say that at least three to four million of those were force were force purchases. Right? I saw. Uh, I was at Costco the other day and I saw for the first time a PlayStation five display and it had big cardboard, uh, flat boxes or cardboard yeah. cards that were, that you take up the register to get your yeah, PlayStation yeah, five. It, yeah. All of them were God of War Ragnarok bundles, no That's Xbox series S or X, but I've always seen only the series S cards at Costco, but there was no Xbox there for some reason, but, um, Seriously, they have hard to find. They I are. noticed that I went to Best Buy to buy one of these. Uh, well, I was, I was looking to get the, the Street Fighter II uh, cabinet, right? So yeah. I was at Best Buy uh, just, just hanging around. And I looked and I, did, and I saw one Series X. That is, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. That is the first Series X I have seen on a shelf since the launch of the system. I've still never seen I, one in two, I've three years. Series S's. I've seen Series S's stacked up. Like, no problem. You can go into any store now here. Uh, uh, well, I'm outside of the city of Toronto now. So I, I live in a smaller town outside of it. But all the town, uh, all the all the GameStops around me, they got Series S's stacked up to the ceiling. No problem. You can go in and buy them. PS5s, yeah. you can grab Guess which ones they are, Colt. Just like you said, the only ones you could buy are still the Ragnarok bundle. Yeah. They do not have a PS5. Like, what if I don't want the game? And I don't want to pay the extra. It's just like they're doing the same thing right now with the psvr2 that the only one that i can get my hands on is the one that's bundled with <laughs> call of the mountain that i heard is about a five out of ten i don't want to play call of the mountain if it's five out of ten i'll buy the psvr2 if it's got a nine out of ten game bundled with it yeah but it's not like well, if i want to play a nine out of ten i gotta buy resident evil village well i already have a resident evil village on the on the ps5 so yeah. i've got that so apparently as long as you have the game you could play it the, the vr version right I would yeah. buy it for that. Now you're forcing me to buy Call of the Mountain because I can't buy the PSVR 2 without it because they don't have the not bundled version. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shout out to Kurt5150 and Under the Bus Network who are in the chat. They have a show on Wednesdays that talks all about guitars and music and Van Halen related right. stuff. But shout out to them for, for showing up. Um, nice. I, I might have told the story, but I'll make it quick. I ran into my cousin, my wife's cousin. He's like, He's like, oh my gosh, I finally got a PS5. And I go, you did? Because he's he's like a huge, huge fan. Even on when I was on Facebook, he was like, he sounded like every PlayStation pony when he was on Facebook. And I was like, oh gosh, he's such a cool guy. But he finally got a PS5. It's been three years, right? And he goes, but I'm really ticked off. And I go, why? He says, because I, I had to get the Ragnarok bundle and I already bought the game. Like I already bought it for my PS4. So I don't need the game. And I'm like, well, can you sell the code? He goes, no, everyone already bought the game or all, all my friends have the Ragnarok bundle. And he's like, I, so I've got this code, this $60, $70 game. I can't offload. And I'm like, well, that sucks. Well, at least you got a PS5 and, uh, and it's got no games. And then I slapped him and we moved on. But no, it was, uh, 
He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Um, yeah. yeah what I'm talking about? The strong arming you. Th that poor <laughs> dude. That poor dude had to buy two copies of God of God of War. Yeah. Like yeah. it's ridiculous. Like I mean, I, someone said in the chat that they, they've seen that they've had um, they've had uh, they've seen PS5s without it, and you know, okay, that's a rare occasion. But I'm just telling you, for the majority of it, what they did is they pulled them out of circulation. So that store might have just already had one in stock. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, yeah last, week, last week I said you can't find a $500 non-bundled PS5 and like eight people on Twitter said, here's a link for one. And sure enough, it was there. And I was like, what? Okay. But maybe that was, uh, maybe that changed that week, but shout out to Nick Marseille for correcting me on that one. Love you, bro. You're amazing. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about, uh, let's talk about this PS5 pro because apparently it is, uh, it's sounding like a real thing. And everyone's asking me, you know, as the Xbox guy does the Xbox series V2 and Xbox series yeah, we'll just call it the Xbox Series X2 and the Series S2. Gosh, dang. What, what? Let's start with that, Meg. What in the heck is Xbox going to call a mid-gen refresh? And throw that out the window once you get the right answer. <laughs> oh, what the, what the hell are they going to call it? I mean, they've already got... First of all, they're going to have to keep it in line with what they got going on now. Because they're saying they have the Series consoles, right? You know, mm -hmm. the, uh, the, the, when, when they talk about it, first of all, they've, at this point, I would imagine they got to drop the Xbox one and just get it over with, kill it. You know, what does it Kylo Ren say? Let it die. Just uh -huh. get it over with. Right. And then you've got the series consoles. You can't have a series X and a series S and then name it something else like the Xbox infinity or something. You're just going to cause mayhem. Well, so I mean, let's start with, uh, I'll lead you to the water here, Mag. Let's start with they're going to keep the 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 name and the middle name, right? The first name and the middle name. So the Xbox One became the Xbox One X and Xbox One S. So we know that the, that nomenclature remains. So if <laughs> it's going to be the Xbox Series, what, what, like what? I'm going to ask the. I'm going to try this in Q and A. I don't know how this works. What will be the name Xbox? series and then i'll put a question mark i don't know how this q a that works but i'm just going to punch it in well, here they've already established colt that they've already established that x and of course we know that now because with the one x and now the series x is that the x is the most powerful right from their systems so if you were to go above and beyond that what the hell are you supposed to do you can't call it an x plus and you can, like, I, like, I, I don't saying? think they're going to use the word elite they use that for only the control controller because I always thought when it was Lockhart and the Scarlet thing, it was Lockhart and Anaconda that I thought that it would be Xbox Series V or Xbox something V. But uh, what, what's it going to be, Meg? They're right. Something there. It might be a Series Elite. Well, I think. Sounds man, the high. chat's got some great stuff. I thought that Xbox moved to the Series name purely to follow in the 
iPhone and Android or Samsung footsteps. Yeah, like yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're in a situation. They they put themselves in this box where they can finally just because Phil Spencer has also said that they're not going to do a mid gen refresh. He said that like two years ago. But then again, he also said that the generations could really be a much shorter. And he says, I can see, I'm going to paraphrase his old quote. I can see when we have consoles every three or four years. And I know that makes people mad, but I, I, I kind of would choose to buy those pretty often. So what if they call the series X, the next series X would have to be a, a number two, like the lot of the chat saying Xbox series X two and Xbox series S two. I saw XL. I saw, um, yeah, X2 sounds good. Uh, <laughs> someone put Series XNC. That's great. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, X Ultra. There are some great names. XE. Those, yeah, that basically falls in line with Apple. Uh, I won't say Samsung being their direct competitor because Samsung actually went like with numbers, even though they decided to jump a bunch of numbers for whatever reason. So, oh, like, I think they know, tried they to like, catch up to to iphone and then they made more models but um yeah, like isn't it the iphone like 14 or something yeah they do but they have different versions so it'll say like the 14i and the 14e or whatever right i don't have apple i'm a samsung i'm a samsung guy so like it's Same. simple for us it's like the s22 the s23 it's going to be the s20 you know the s24 the s25 and yes i know i understand like i have the uh, i have the top model Right, so it's uh, it's the the uh, I think it's what the, the twenty twenty three ultra. It's called Ultra, right? So maybe this will be the Series X Ultra. That would make sense. Okay, now, I'm gonna is, I'm gonna put those in a, in the poll while you're talking. Yeah, Series Series X Ultra sounds good. Now here's the other thing: we also have to keep in mind, Microsoft is not sitting around like we are right now, going, "What are we gonna call this thing?" They already have thirty five names already, like on a whiteboard. Well, they have them on a whiteboard, and then they already have them. They most likely already have them trademarked. Didn't Sony do the same thing to like the PS10? And even if they don't get the PS10, they still yeah, yeah. trademark the PS6, <clears throat> 7, 8, 9, 10, whatever. They do that anyway. So Xbox probably has the list of the next 30 consoles already named, even if they don't get the 30 consoles. You know, if an asteroid hits us by, you know, before then, we're not going to get the 30 consoles, right? So I'm just saying. The point is, is that that's what's that, you know, they have the names already. So we're just at this point, we're just living in speculation town. So yeah. And the other problem is Microsoft's naming convention is so out of whack that you could go total logic and then just kick it out the window and hope it hits the, the, your neighbor's cat. Uh, Ace Banner says, (laughs) what was that? Sorry. I was going to say, I like the X ultra. The problem with that is that when you call it the X ultra, what happens when you top that? What are you going to call it then? I know. I like the name. I just don't think it goes forward. Uh, Ace Banner says, I, like I heard Ray from Xbox Ready say, Xbox Series Next. No. I, I met Ray from Xbox Ready and Jimmy Champagne, his cohort that does PlayStation Ready, at the Redfall event. And they're really, really cool and funny guys. Really, really, really glad I got to meet them. They're hilarious. Um, I don't think it goes next. I think I think they did this to fix the naming convention. So... Another question is, is it really going to be a mid-gen console or what will no, no. here's here's what I think. I think PlayStation might do a PS5 Pro, but Xbox yeah. would just continue to make a generational leap. Now that doesn't mean that Xbox will have a console that is a generation ahead of PlayStation, but Xbox just may treat their next console as 
the next step. And maybe they won't have, because the, the generation thing really needs to go away, Meg, where you just do the stop gap and none of your, none of your accessories and everything, you know, your games, they, that compatibility needs to be more like PC. Everything just works. Everything's compatible. Boy, was my family laughing at PlayStation the other day when we loaded up Sackboy Big Adventure and my wife's like, oh, we have a, a third controller in the other room. I go, no, it's a PS4 controller. She goes, that doesn't work with the PlayStation 5. I go, no, isn't that something? You know, absolutely no reason other than we believe in generations. I think that's going to go away. I want you to buy more stuff. Uh, yeah, I get it. You're right. And you're absolutely right. Now, here's the thing, though. Before we get all too excited about these elites and ultras and, and next-gen consoles, if Phil said there's not going to be a next-gen refresh, that means that they're going to launch a new system earlier. However, sure. walk the tightrope carefully and allow me to explain why. Okay. Because of the pandemic, we haven't experienced one-tenth of what is supposed to be launched with this system now <laughs> or any at this point or, other than remasters any, i was being nice by saying <laughs> i ten, know okay? i was trying to be nice but you know what i don't always have to be nice i could be like patrick swayze from uh, roadhouse i'm nice till i'm not nice here's the thing <laughs> Ooh, i like that none of those games have come out yet i don't see a return on investment yet yeah on my 800 dollars console yes they cost 800 dollars up here with tax and everything for the for the series x okay I haven't seen a return investment in, 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 in regards to first-party studio games because of the it launched right in the middle of a pandemic, for crying out loud, right? And then, of course, everything shut down. Everything got pushed by a few years. I get it. I understand. I'm not complaining about that. But what I'm saying is before uh, they start talking about any of this stuff, I want to see a ton of games coming up for the system we all paid for. That's what I want to see. I want to see, obviously, we're going to see the Red Falls, the Starfields. I want to see your Avouds. I want to see the Fables. I want to see all these games launching. I want to see the ABK games coming on this system because there's going to be a lot of really upset people out there. I could, I could, I could come up with a lot far worse words to describe how upset they're going to be if they start talking about another console that we barely I, even touched in. I hate to break it to you, Mag, but we already went through this with the Xbox One and PS4 generation. I mean, were you really getting... The, the performance and the potential out of the Xbox One and PS4, you're getting 1080p games. Most of them ran at 30. I mean, when I got the Xbox One X, it was a complete, not to overuse the word, it was a game changer. Meg, when I played Assassin's Creed Origin at native 4K, even though it was 30, that game looked so amazing on a 4K TV. I thought... This five hours I played has already paid for my one X. I, like, I, I, I get it. I get it. Don't get you feel it. like we really got the generation when the PS4 Pro and the one X released? I mean, let me know in the chat and in, in the chat. Let me know. Did do you feel like the generation finally arrived when we got the real consoles or did you stick with? I mean, what do you think, Mag? I like I said, this is a tightrope. You got to be careful with because you're going to have people that are upset out there saying, what the hell did I just pay all this money for? And all the games that we talked about are not coming, or they're coming to that console, but they're going to look even better on the newer console. They're like, what did I buy this for? Just to hold me over for a couple of years? Uh. And that's what people are going to look at because they haven't got the first-party content. Third-party, sure. We've got lots of that. We've got lots of third-party content. I'm just saying, I'm not okay. even speaking for me. 
I'm I'm not even speaking for me. I'm just thinking there's going to be a large a large group of people out there who are not willing to throw another five hundred dollars U.S. eight hundred dollars Canadian for another console for a console that we've barely even touched now. Can I you can know, I help it, you out a little bit on that? Yeah. Like, uh, I'm going to ask the audience yes or no on on a new console, but uh, if if for some say. reason in 2024 in the holiday. The, the Xbox Series Elite or whatever you guys, Elite won out in that poll. If that console came out, I'm pretty sure you could take your Xbox Series X down to GameStop that weekend and get 300, 350 out of it. Sure you could. Sure you could. But I, but what I'm saying, you're, you're absolutely right. Yes, you can get 300 bucks for it. I mean, it's a lot of money still. For a lot of people, it is a lot of money, especially coming at a time where groceries are ridiculous. Like you got to remortgage your house to buy a carton of eggs for crying out loud. You know what I mean? So like, thought there were a couple bucks. What happened? Yeah, no kidding, right? Wait till you see what happens to butter. I'm in that industry. I'll tell you what's gonna happen. You're dead. Butter. You guys are in deep trouble. It's going to be four, five, six times the price when those when the, when the price. What about milk? Started. I mean, oh, yeah. isn't butter's just milk with it's been shaking around for ten Boring. minutes. It's coming. It's coming. Oh. It's all coming. I'm behind. I like the milk. I'm dealing with this stuff. So trust me, it's going to be a disaster. But anyway, what's going to be more expensive, Mag? A stick of butter or a PlayStation game? <laughs> Should be around the same. You might be able to trade in a stick of butter at GameStop, and you can get the new PlayStation. <laughs> Uh, so I, I got a stick of butter. butter. I, I got a stick of butter, and I want to get the next game on PlayStation. What's the <laughs> stick of butter gonna get me? Can you imagine you're like at the counter, and the guy's like, "All right, he's got like the little thing, the, the thing." Beep. All right, I'll give you twenty bucks for God of War Ragnarok. Beep. I'll give you eighty for the stick of butter. The guy, guy around the corner with the trench coat and a couple sticks of butter on the side. You know. Yeah. yeah. Would you like to buy some butter? Ooh. That's gonna be. Look, that's, that's gonna be worth. Have you seen those memes of like the drug dealers with the trunk open in their car, but it's full of eggs? Uh, <laughs> Dang, man. Um, listen, this poll is getting hot. I'm, I'm really enjoying this right now. It's 56% no, 44% yes. I now, don't blame you guys, man. I don't. I'm not trying to convince you. And you know what the thing is? This is what I was trying to say. I'll buy it, Colt. I'll buy it. because I will I, too. I, you know me. You know that I'm going to buy everything. I had a PS5 day one. I got I got two PS5s Same. in this house now. I've got yep. five series consoles in this house because I'm an idiot. I have two switch, even though I make fun of them. I have two switches in this house. Same. Okay, because I make fun. Beep, 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 beep. I can make fun of Animal Crossing. Well, I'm the idiot who bought two switches. They're sitting in there right now. I've got Oculus Quest One. We and had two to buy two copies of Animal Crossing because it doesn't let you share them. No, 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 no. That, that did not enter my house. As soon as I heard those voices, that was like, I even told my kids, I'm like, you're not playing that stupid I'm game. buying your kids Animal Crossing when the show's off the air. You know, like in the 80s and the 90s, when you, when you go into your father's underwear drawer and you find, uh, you know, a nudie mag, that, that, the, the Animal Crossing is just about to become the new uh, nudie that mag. Never, that never <laughs> happened to me. No. <laughs> well, well, they're going to have to hide the Animal Crossing in their underwear drawer so I don't find it. Uh, anyways, in all seriousness, listen. This is the thing. Like I said, it's a tightrope. And I, like I said, I'm not speaking for me. Okay, I'm speaking for a lot of people out there who are like, I just paid, I paid, I just, some people just got their consoles. And they're like, this is That's crazy. That's true. That, and that is like, true, Meg. Like, and, and withstanding the, not, yeah, notwithstanding the whole, uh, we haven't seen the potential. We haven't seen next generation games launch. Like, actually, we're not actually going to see real next generation games where there's no Xbox One version for, till this year, right? But, I mean, there's a lot of people who didn't get their Series X or PS5 till months ago because of uh, the shortage. 
and imagine hmm. finding out that like and that, that's the same thing with the ps5 a lot of people are just getting their ps5s now you see the commercials everywhere um they're saying finally in stock everywhere you could finally get yourself a ps5 imagine buying that ps5 and then finding out a year from now they're launching a ps5 pro and that's gonna happen that's gonna I'm happen but hey hands up in the chat i won't do a poll here but uh put a hand emoji in the chat if you buy a new phone every two to four years i think i'm around four years about four years they they give you an offer or you can't refuse oh you know it's free phone but you pay a premium every month for that thing and the phones are a thousand dollars or 50 i think my phone was i've got the note 22 or something i think it was like 1800 bucks yeah, they're two thousand dollars. Like mine is two thousand dollars, but like we're not we're we're subsidizing it through, uh, through the payments of the plans, right? You pay like you know eighty mm-hmm. bucks a month, hundred bucks a month, whatever. You get your unlimited internet, your unlimited data, ba 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 ba, whatever. You get it for two. So my my wife and I, every two years we get a new phone, right? So it's a two year plan. Every two years we get a brand new phone. So the next phone I'm getting is the S twenty five, presumably whatever it's going to be called. Yeah, right? I'm looking. At- and it's subsidized through the the payments, the monthly payments that you pay for the phone anyway. Holy cow! Right? I'm looking some. Oh, okay. I guess the Galaxy 8 was like 2016, maybe, if I'm guessing. Yeah. So a lot of people with older phones, like you honestly don't need a phone. They get, get so slow and they just blow off it. They put all the yeah, updates and yeah, it's like, oh, I don't I know. I have international business to deal with. My phone yeah. needs to be, my, my phone needs to operate and like perform like a high powered. It needs to perform like a, 40, a 4080 or 4090. I don't know PC specs. To play DirectX to- ray tracing on my phone. Yeah, TSC- I need the best phone on earth. <laughs> Like, cause what I yeah. do, I need the phone and I need it optimal at all times. Cause I could be in the middle of like nowhere and I need to be able to call, you know, the United States or wherever I am different or a different nuclear things. bunker or something. Yeah. <laughs> a THFC <laughs> till I die with, thank you for the five euro says, I know not probably a great question, but I am a massive transformers game fan. Will Xbox bring back the old games and remaster great stream. Thank you. THFC. I wish those Cybertron games are They're so good. Funny. In fact, even the dark of the moon, is that what it was called? It was yeah, like the, the modern moon. one was still, I loved it. Um, I don't know they if that great. licensing is, I'm sure it's all expired. So that won't show up on game pass. You can't even buy it on steam or on PC. Well, Hasbro, uh, owns, Hasbro owns the distribution rights for all the transformers, games, toys, movies, and TV shows. So and Hasbro is not letting that go because you know let's face it their toy line is not it's not the eighties the bread and butter is no longer the toy line now yeah. it's all about owning the IP right so and then what they could do hey why not fire it off to fire it off to Xbox Game Studio or for uh, to, to, to Game Pass whatever take their yeah I mean I wish they could just the drop those games in Game Pass even in back and pat but that's just not going to happen because of the licensing like expired ten years ago or something right five years ago probably. When they get the new Transformers movie, maybe they drop a game or two in there. Just maybe, like, uh, maybe the like rolling. maybe they want to make something new, and but I don't think Xbox wants to spend money on reviving an old license when they've got other big things to do. Unfortunately, uh, Yodani Kazada says, "Drop your favorite Jim Ryan nickname in the chat. I want to laugh, so I want to see Jim crying, Kleenex Ryan, and just you know have some have a good time. Just start typing while we get in the next subject." Brian Korkuk says. New sub here, great content. Excited for Redfall? Everyone should be excited for Redfall. Yeah. Brand new IP. Oh, is that a hint? I'm just saying it's a brand new IP. It's a four-player co-op. It's made to play alone. You can't lose. 
uh, everyone should, from from what you guys have all seen, from everything you've read, from Ricardo Bear and Harvey Smith's explanation of the game from like two months ago, you should be excited about Redfall, and I was then too. So uh, let's see, we got Highlanders 001 says, my wife got me a signed Randy Rhodes guitar to go with my Brian. What? Are you serious? Was it like, uh, did they like print his, his signature on? Because he, yeah, he, he passed away. Now, Randy Rhodes is yeah, Ozzy man. Osbourne's uh, first replacement guitarist when he went solo. And Randy Rhodes was amazing, but this is how amazing he was. The dude passed away at six in the morning, upside down in a two-wing plane going through a barn and it crashed tragic death but man what a legacy he's awesome he also says he has the brian may guitar ace free fraley and meatloaf guitars i don't know what meatloaf played other than him just singing no he sang he sang he sang but a meatloaf guitar tired now yeah oh wait meatloaf is still alive isn't he no no he passed away yeah that's what i thought yeah Oh, what a great album he put out in 92, 93. Dude, dude, it's actually really good. My dad, my dad used to play Bad Out of Hell when I was a kid, and I was listening to those albums. I was like, man, this Is that guy. the one in the 90s, when his like comeback Ooh. album? No, that was the second one. He did Bad Out of Hell Part 2, and he did a Bad oh. Out of Hell Part 3. But the yeah. first Bad Out of Hell was in the 70s, and man, I, that guy was a relentless front man. He could put on a show like you wouldn't believe, man. He was something And else. he could sweat. <laughs> he oh, could wow. sweat. <laughs> He was a big dude, man. Like that, that was the other thing. Like for being as big as he was, he put on one. I don't know how the hell he did it without passing out. But uh, yeah, man, great, great talent, man. Meatloaf was. A, that's right. He was a god, man. But uh, shout out to Noof Nukem. I see you out there, Crispy Rambo. I see you too, brother. Hey, Mav is there. We were talking about Mav earlier tonight. We're so always talking about Mav. Hey, Highlander, uh, send me a DM on Twitter if you're on Twitter, or you could just email me at coltiswooddesign at gmail.com. I want to see pictures of those guitars because I love that kind of stuff. KY Bob, thank you for the super says I won't be happy until they name name one the next box. Next N E X. Next. Oh my hmm. God, Nano Polymyth. Oh, the sorry, Mean Master. Nano Polymyth says, thank you for the super for the 10 pound super. He says, there's no buyback option in the UK like the US. Oh, for consoles. He says, Boss already stated SX is the console for this generation. Expect lower in skew. OS needs a mid-gen pro to improve on the PS4.5. RDNA 1.5. Oh, messy, messy, messy. Um, well, you're not wrong. But you know what the thing is? I guess in the UK, your only option is to put it on, like, Facebook Marketplace. Uh, I didn't I mean? think – I didn't realize that. So they would have to do that. They would have to sell it, like, third-party, right? Uh, Facebook Marketplace. Uh, could, do they have Kijiji in the UK? I'm not even really sure. I know for sure Facebook Marketplace. But, yeah. Uh, Things like that, or whatever the UK version of their version of Kijiji. Um, I'm not like I said. I'm not 100 sure if they got Kijiji in the UK. So I tried to sell my Xbox <laughs> Titanfall console, which is just a basic console with um, the Connect 2.0, and it only went for 75 dollars with a controller, a wireless controller, Connect 2.0, and the Xbox One original console for the VCR console. $75 and shipping killed it and I canceled the sale because it, it didn't it didn't meet. You know what? It's horrible. If, if, GameStop, if GameStop won't give you what you want, whatever, the, I just do it in a Facebook marketplace and you know what you do? Meet at a police station. Just sell, just oh, be like, yep, right, yeah, yeah, so they can't so they can't gank you. 
yeah, so they yeah. can't, yeah, exactly. And then uh, you see how who's legitimate. Oh, that looks like an Eddie Van Halen guitar, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, I, I made this uh, with my brother two years ago, the nice. week that Eddie Van Halen passed. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. rest in peace, sir. Yeah, that was and, amazing. Uh, yeah, somebody just asked to see the uh, Frankenstrat. It's actually called the 5150, the Kramer 5150. I used to call it the Frankenstrat. We won't get into that. There's a whole That's a whole thing. If you want to check out Under the Bus Network on Wednesday evenings, you can hear all about guitars in their, in their extremities. But, um, yeah, uh, one, more, one more thing, because I don't want to talk about the – I don't know. I don't think there's much more to say about the PS4 Pro, PS5 Pro, but I think Nanopolymyth was – saying that he thinks it's actually, I saw it in the chat, he actually thinks that it's the smoke where the fire is coming from is it's just a PS5 Slim. And, like, the yeah. channels are getting crossed. What, do you, what are the likelihoods of it just being that, a new skew? That makes a lot more sense. And the thing is, you can also cut back on the, um, you can cut back on the, uh, the, the, the pricing of the console by making yep. it way smaller. And on top of the fact that the thing looks like, the thing is, I'm like, 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 like the Empire State Building next to my TV. I love it, personally. I love the look of the PS5. I always have. I have it standing vertical. I, I prefer it that way. And I love that. It, I love the white uh, because I have like uh, the black cabinets and I, or the black tables and the black TV, obviously, whatever. And then of course the Series X is black. And then I like the the white, like the contrast and stuff. It looks fantastic. So I like the aesthetics of it. However, cut the and it keeps your cat warm. Yeah, it keeps my cat warm when they stand behind it. Uh, but, you know, cut the thing down to half the size. Make it, a, a you know, your standard vertical, or not vertical, excuse me, your, your standard horizontal uh, console. And they could, 100% they're going to do that. I think that these mid-gen refresh talk has been put on hold because of the pandemic. Because the pandemic put everything back by two years, right? And so everything slowed down. You couldn't get the damn things. You couldn't get all this. Of course, the ship, uh, the, you know, the uh, ship, jeez. The chip shortage. The chip ship. Yeah, the ship shortage. The chip shortage and all that other stuff, right? It put it back. I bet you their original plans were to have a mid-gen refresh by the four-year mark. I bet you that's exactly what was going to happen. I mean, uh, why so not go forward with it? Um, I have a video clip that... Years, I have a video clip I'm not allowed to share from two years ago where they sat down with Phil and it was for media eyes only that, that, that they sent me, Xbox sent me, and they said I could quote from it and I didn't end up making a video because I like to show or have Phil's voice and I was only allowed to just say, Phil said in this briefing, <coughs> but he did say they were in development of the next generation console and that was in 2021. So yeah. if they had plans... It just makes you wonder. Doesn't it make you wonder, chat, if um, if Xbox would want to shorten the generation? W one reason why they wouldn't want to shorten the generation, Mag, is they're losing their butts on the Series X and Series S. It, it, they're just in this situation where the prices are for all the parts cost too much money, so they're losing money, so that subsidy of getting people to buy software and, and services is not panning out as well so at this point you're like maybe you're right mag maybe they decided let's hold off i don't want to we don't want to lose our shirts again with new consoles let's try and make these stretch out a little longer so how long exactly. is the generation mag what are you thinking especially considering what we just came out of it's three years this month that the whole world shut down right and so that was a lot of lost time in there phil talked about that too he said guys you know expect it in the next two years, things are going to come to a grinding halt because of 
you know, all the backlog of all those things are going to happen. So that, that is what happened. Chica J, my eyes are fine. I see what you said. That's why I wear glasses. He said, my, he says, my eyes are bad. The PS5 looks horrible. I like it. <laughs> I don't like it. And we don't have to agree. I think the PS5 looks so, so uh, dorky. Uh, I've, got the, I've got the D brand, so it takes off the pop collar, which was uh, one of my major problems well, with you, that. You don't look like you, you don't like looking like uh, the preppy villain from an '80s comedy, right? Like, I don't want to look like I don't want to look like a Crockett and Tubbs, and I don't like the. Uh, <laughs> now this goes way back to you Gen Xers. Mag knows what I'm talking about. The very first thing I thought of when I saw the PS5 was the ivory tower from Never Ending Story. The never it's got that shape. Fantastic. Yeah, it does have that shape. Actually, you know, with the pop collar, if you take a cardigan, or not a cardigan, if you take a sweater and tie it around the neck of the PS5, it is definitely the villain from every 80s comedy ever made. Uh, so, anyways, listen, next gen. What is it now? 2023? Yeah, how many I years we got? Gen, I say we got five more years. So, you're going for the eight years, like the uh, last generation yep. and the one before, or whatever. I, I, I believe, because I, I think it would have been sooner. But I think the pandemic has pushed it a couple years to allow everybody to get their hands on these consoles, get them out there, get everything going, whatever. I still think it's going to be launching in 2028. I think it'll be announced in 2027. Oh, man. Yeah. Four years is not a long time, man. Like, think about this, Colt. We're basically going to be getting, like, Fable and Perfect Dark and, what, and, and whatever other game towards the end of this generation. That's what I think. We're not getting into the next two years. I don't think so. Oh my anyway, gosh, it's so hot in here. <laughs> Can you imagine? I've been talking about those games since last gen. Um, hey man, I know. I mean, I could like, see six six years was the original plan and being pushed that's to eight. What I'm I think that 2026 would have been like, all right, we're launching in 2020. Let's do it six got- years because the tech's moving fast. But guess what? Right. You can't get the, you can't get the chips. There are... Um, there are airplane hangers full of cars with no right. chips in them. They are still selling 2020 models because they can't make new cars. What's more They're important, cool. cars or consoles? I mean, let's be honest. Well, you know, come on. You can walk to work, okay? You can't walk, you know, you need your console. But anyways, that's, I'm telling you, I think everything got pushed. I would, wouldn't be surprised. Like I said, this is my personal opinion. You could say I'm an idiot or whatever. That's fine. But I'm just saying, I think 2028 we get a, we get full next gen consoles, PS6, if they even make it that far, and and of course whatever the series, whatever they're gonna call the next gen things. We, that that's that's what I see. I see slim versions coming out in the next two years, and then two years after that, we start talking about next gen. Hmm. It's only four years, man. It's only four years. It's not that long. Oh, four years until they like reveal it. That's right. And that will go fast. That's what I'm saying. You know what they say on Yellowstone? 4 a.m. comes up fast, boy. It's the same thing. Four years comes up fast. Yeah, it does. So, I mean, like I'm saying, two years you do like a you know a year or whatever. Two years you do slims, and all of a sudden, in in less than two years, you, you announce the new console, and then you got a year of hype. You know what sucks for eight years of this console generation, though. And I hate to say it, but. I wonder if the Series S becomes very problematic there at the very end. As you said, tech moves fast, but what we have yet to see even an ounce of RDNA 2 efficiency features, exactly. DirectML, VRS, mesh shaders, all these things that are supposed to make 
such a low powered thing like a console run great like a great PC, which, you know, you see that sometimes. I mean, I was uh, like going in the in the family room and watching my son play on a Series S, watch, watching him play Hogwarts. I'm like, I was just sitting in front of the huge OLED playing on the Series X. And I go in there and it's like, do you really see the resolution? I mean, for a $300 console, holy crap. That thing is, is amazing. Uh, a couple supers rolling in. Kyle Co says, thank you for the super. He says, Phil Spencer hinted Microsoft's own mobile app store. What do you think? We talked about that earlier in the show. Yes, we did. I'm, yes. I just wonder, you're going up against a juggernaut. I I just hope it gives them a place to to sell their games. This, this, yeah, but, this is the end, this is the end game. This was the end game for them to begin with. Call of Duty is just one aspect of it. They are eyeballing that mobile. They want the mobile. That's what they want. They want those mobile games. They want that Candy Crush money. They want that operating, and they need that in order to make it the flagship for their for their uh, for their mobile app that whatever they're going to launch. And you know what? It's no skin off their back if it works or if it doesn't work. They have the money to back it up. So right. that's that's exactly what they're going to do. And you know, we were talking about how they take seventy percent of every single sale of every single yeah. ABK. Never mind, just Call of Duty. Every single ABK game across the board. Diablo that's Four. Where, right. That's where some of their money's going to go. Right. It'll go yeah. right into launching their app store. Maybe they'll use other money up front, but guess what? They're going to refill. They're going to refill that. They, don't, they don't need Call of Duty money to to yeah push their app store. They yeah they're no yeah and so they candy crush money as Invasion says. <laughs> You re- you refill it with the money that you're taking from the seventy percent. That now that you're the publisher, you're gonna take that money. You can put it right back to what you invested. You, yeah. you invest a uh, hundred million into it, no problem. You know what I'm saying? You make that yeah. back, and you make that back in a month. I'm, I'm just saying. These are just I'm just throwing out numbers. I'm not I'm not you know I'm not speaking fact here. Obviously, it costs more than that. But I mean, you know, you do what you do. That's fine. They're gonna do what they're gonna do, and, and it's gonna work. Well, Microsoft certainly needs to hire some heavy talent that's already in the industry that can run a store because they've been famously very lackluster with their with their PC store and uh, stuff like that. Yeah. So, and remember what uh, we talked about about an hour ago? What, what was, was the that? Last thing we, what we talked about an hour ago about people wanting to come there because it's a tra- it's going to be an attractive workplace to work in. You oh, know, sure. You get you know, unionized. <laughs> Uh, unionized uh, uh, company uh, companies or uni- excuse me, unionized studios and everything. Free else. Mountain Dew in the break room. Exactly. My experience. Free Mountain Dew, ping pong tables. You're gonna have happy fun slides that take you from a floor uh, floor two to floor one. Come on, going man. to the owl room, bro. I was in the owl room and I thought of some great ideas. And, right. Uh, hey. Yudonik Izada uh, drops hey. a fifteen dollar Xbox code. He says. The first letter that's missing is the let first letter of the country where Mag is from. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hmm. hmm. That's pretty easy. Yeah, that's pretty easy. So yeah, yeah. thanks for that, you Donnie. Joshua Billion Thank says you. Elder Scrolls Six will skip two whole generations of consoles if Mag is right. He, he I don't know about wrong. that. I don't know about that. Recently, this was another topic. Was recently 
the media and some of the fanboys have started. I don't mean to lump them in at the same time, but you know, I did. They seem to think that Elder Scrolls Six is possibly a multiplat, and that Starfield even is possibly a multiplat. And I pointed out a tweet where Aaron Greenberg said, "I don't know what to do. I can't. I can't make it any more clear." Where is that? Where is that tweet? That's so hilarious. I actually retweeted it uh, last night, and it's like two years old. He said, um, "Let me go down to my." Sorry about this. So funny. We've tried to be as clear as possible. Not a time exclusive. This is simply where the game is being made. And he said that to Red Dragon, who has a hard time with understanding yeah, things. He's a, he's, he's, he's a person. So Elder Scrolls Six has been in development since 2018 or even earlier. Um, yeah. And Todd Howard even said that they have the beginning of the game fleshed out last year. Um I don't I don't know if it's I I really don't think that it's going to come out in 2028 or 2030. I think that's closer to Fallout 5. <laughs> no void rat, I don't know what, what you're talking about but no I didn't. Uh uh no. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Slav it. Um Elder Scrolls 6 chat and mag. You're in this together. When's Elder Scrolls 6 release date? What year? Minimum 27. 27, huh? Let me think. They, now, they also did say, I know they said that it was been in development, but they said they weren't ramping up active development until after Starfield was launched. Okay, yeah, that. fair, fair, yeah. And, the, and Elder Scrolls, or Starfield basically got like almost three extra years right? under Xbox. Well, yeah, and they got three extra years for different reasons. One, because the game is massive, and obviously it, it started to grow exponentially as they were developing it. The other thing is, I said it before, the pandemic was a problem. They had to start working remotely. Things weren't coming together the way that they wanted to and everything else, right? And then, of course, there were parts where they just shut down entirely, where they're just like, you know what, we're just going to put this on hold for a bit, because then nobody yeah. knew what was happening. When this pandemic started, nobody knew what was happening. I know we could look back on it now and go, well, that was ridiculous that we did this, that, and the other thing. You could do that now because, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. But during it, in the middle of all it, when there was so much uncertainty, nobody knew what the hell was going on with this thing. So it put a pause on everything. And I don't want to keep bringing it up, but I'm just saying. It's just – but I say minimum 27. It could be a cross-gen title. It could be a cross-gen title. First right. of all, I don't even think Fallout 5. I think Fallout 5 and uh, Elder Scrolls 6 are going to be cross-gen titles with new generation. So essentially, it's going to be skipping two consoles, um, uh, two console generations. Not that far off from Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto came out for the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3. The last Let's year. Not forget that. Yeah. Let's not forget that. It was still the old gen consoles. I remember getting it on September 17th of 2013. Uh, 2013 yep. Okay. And the Xbox One did not launch until November and the PS5, uh, PS4 the same uh, November as well. So and of course there were no next gen uh, versions of that game at that point. So they so essentially that was a 360 PS3 game. It skipped. Well, it didn't skip because then they started releasing remasters. We are now in the second generation without a Grand Theft Auto game. So it's not that far out of the realm of possibility to see that an Elder Scrolls Six that's going to be effing massive. Right. Yeah. It's going to take them years. I still think it'll be on, on the Xbox Ultra uh, console. Which of course now we're dubbing. <laughs> Xbox Ultra. Oh, you man. heard it here first, 
Well, we're going to call it that for the next five years, just like we called the other game. What was the other console? We called it the Scarlet for like two years. Uh, it's going to be the same deal, man. It's going to be the same yeah, deal. Yeah, they'll definitely have a better code name than the actual name of the console. Um, that's for sure. Uh, uh, Mr. Ordinary. A- <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I was going to say he said something interesting, but I'll get back to that. Go ahead. Mr. Ordinary VX with a $5. Thank you. Says new Microsoft app store coming. So Windows phone confirmed to come back with a winky face. No, no, Jess would love that. Uh, Dead Planet with a five says, people love to talk about PlayStation sitting on a ton of unannounced games for a showcase, but Xbox's stockpile is bigger yet. He says, where's Compulsion? Where's In Exile? Yeah, they're sitting on a ton of games that uh, have leaked that have not been announced. Thank you, Dead Planet. Advocate 005 says, what if instead of a mid-gen refresh, Microsoft starts releasing Xbox parts to upgrade the system. This is a discussion I had with Jedi Knight Peter, Risk It for the Biscuit, and Infinite Umbra, I think, one night, about could they just make a thing where you pop open the Series X and pop in a GPU? And, uh, yeah, I mean, could they do a new model that's modular? I'm, like, thinking... I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, but if so. a new model that's modular, what are we going to do with all the consoles that we all have now? It, it, there'd be no different than there'd be no different than uh, than just buying a new console at that point, right? Because yeah. you'd have to buy the new. You'd be able to mod. Uh, you'd be able to mod. That'd be uh, you know. There's just too many sense. things. Like you have to understand that a console, when the Series X, let's just look at just the Series X. When the Series X comes out, it has been specifically profiled for thermal, for heat, and power draw. Specifically, a custom power supply, a custom uh, thermal system to keep it from at the right temperature and it is clocked specifically for that thing plugged into the wall and if you introduce a new uh if you introduce a new uh apu which the cpu and gpu can combined is it's got to be the same size it's got to fit in there and fit the thermal profile and the power draw and you know and for those of you who've upgraded your pcs and i know you have I put in a brand new 1070 in 2017 and the thing wouldn't even run games because my power supply was not strong enough, even though it said it was. So I had to go get a bigger power supply. Then the cables, I didn't have enough cables and the right connectors to, to have an eight pin connector. There's just so much to it. And it's just better to have them. They designed this perfect little package. You buy it for just $500, which is kind of a steal when you look at it's amazing, Mag, how many games you just love and enjoy over six to eight years for a measly 500 bucks when a PC guy can spend, you know, a thousand plus. So sure, sure. I, I, I agree with that. We get we get good value out of it. However, I'm just saying if, if you are going to make us purchase something right for everybody. Then yeah. we have to get some. We have to get some. Uh, you know, we have to get some serious material out of it before I move on to the next one. Yeah, sure, I can easily do that. You know, I can. I, I can buy five hundred bucks here, five hundred there, five hundred. You know, when you get when you're in the tech world and you enjoy the tech, tech is expensive. And yeah. I get it. And in order to keep up, it's very expensive to keep up, right? I understand all that, but not everybody has that luxury to be able to just go out and buy whatever the hell they want. I'll, I'll you know tell you right and now. That's the, the, the general, I think the general public, the majority of them do not have the money to be able to just throw around like that. Well, l- let me put it this way. If if there was a mid-gen refresh, more powerful Series X in the next two years, and you don't want to buy it, like you don't think you need it, 
I can guarantee you will get that amazing experience on your standard console. Even if you're on a Series S, you still get an incredible $300 experience, like a miraculous $300 experience. And if you held out the entire generation on just a Series S while someone upgraded because you don't have the money, you can't afford it, you're still going to get a great experience. And I, I really believe that. Absolutely, but I think what it is, it's not what you're saying. What you're saying is right. You're 100% right. You are going to get those experiences. But what I'm, th- what I'm saying is it's the perception from the consumer. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about anything else. You're, you're right. You could, you could play the game. Hey, listen, you could play all the games that we're playing now. You could play on a PlayStation 4. All, the, all these like exclusives that are on the PlayStation 5. Yeah. You can play on the PlayStation 4. Which, almost you know, every game that's come out over the past three years, you could probably right. play almost yeah, all of them. Yeah. On the Xbox One, almost all of them you can play on the Xbox One. Not all of them, but but the majority of them you can. But I'm just saying is from a, per- a perception point of view, if someone's purchased something and it's only been a couple years, they're going to be like, that, that, what? And now you're going to give somebody who's now going to have to you know buy a, a newer console for the same price that they paid for the other one to get the better experience. Even if you're going to play it on your other console, it's still going to weigh on your mind saying, what, th- there's somebody playing a better version of this game right now because they had more money than I did. Yeah, if you've got FOMO, I it really sucks. Like, and I, you and I obviously don't want to minimize that. That if you really want the Series X Elite or whatever you're gonna call it, but you don't have the money and you know you try to sell your console and it doesn't work, like I know that sucks. It really sucks. And um but I re- that's why I really say you, you're go- going to get a great experience, even if you decided not to upgrade. Um, but I don't know. Well, it's going to be wild before we hear about this. What's that? There's ways around it. Cloud streaming, they're going to be able to upgrade games through there. You'd be able to, you know, you'd be able to play them on an older console and still get the same experience. Uh, things like that, especially as, the, as, especially as their cloud gaming service gets better and better and better over time. Right? They'll need to and- improve it because NVIDIA GeForce gives you a you know, a $4,000 PC experience streamed at, uh, I think at 1440p or higher, you're getting 1080p. You're getting a 1080p version of the Series X in the cloud. Um, but, you know, they're just getting started. And that'll improve over, and that'll improve over time. I can yeah. see that. But, I mean, it, what I'm saying is, it, like, if you, if, if Phil, listen, if Phil said it, Phil's not a stupid person, clearly. He's put in a position, the, high, the highest position in, that, in, in, uh, in the Xbox, in the Xbox uh, uh, ecosystem, right? The thing is, if he says there's not going to be any ne- uh, a mid-gen console refresh, then he knows that everybody dissects every word he says. Sure. Every word. Jesus. People dissect every word I say <laughs> on, on YouTube and Twitter yep. and everywhere else at Rumble, wherever the heck I am. Okay. People dissect everything I say, and I'm considered a nobody in this business. Uh, you know what I mean? I mean, not, not a nobody, but you know what I'm saying. We're like small potatoes compared to these guys. These guys are CEOs of, of uh, in, in this industry. Right. Right? So when they say something, every single word they say, just ask Phil about the VR statement. You remember oh, that? People are, yeah. still, people are still calling that out. And I don't know how that happened, weird. Meg, because they had a marketing graphic that said high quality VR on console and Todd Howard in one of their events for Xbox, he said, we can't wait for you to experience fallout four and VR on Xbox. And it never came to fruition. It never happened. 
Right. And, and like, I, I understand, like, if you're like, okay, you know, maybe they had one in development. Maybe it was going to be too expensive. Maybe it wasn't going to work out. Maybe they looked at the market and said, you know what? And this was before the you Oculus Quest. Original Xbox One probably couldn't even run VR properly, but right. Xbox yeah. One X could. Yeah. The One X could. And this is before the Oculus Quest 1 and 2 came out. Right. So maybe they didn't see that they saw the PSVR and the, the, the first one. They're going, you know what? This is a pretty niche thing here. And then they looked at the PC market with the five and every and the HTC or the HTC Vive and all that other stuff. And they're going, this is pretty niche. Then all of a sudden the Oculus Quest one and two came out and then blew the doors off because then the casuals got into it. Right. The normies. My wife has an Oculus Quest, too. She's not a normie. Mind you, mind you she's a gamer. But mm-hmm. her friends have one, too, because they saw her playing it. They came over to my house. They all got drunk and they started playing the <laughs> Oculus Quest, too. Guess what? Next yeah. Christmas, next Christmas, it was under their tree. They had one, too. So yeah. it became it became the Nintendo Wii uh, of the uh, of the VR. Right. Yeah. Where like all the normies ended up buying a, a, a VR headsets. And that's when Xbox are probably going, huh, if we released an affordable, easy to use VR headset, we could have made a fortune. And, right. you know, Facebook's doing just great with it now. Now they got a, now they got the super high powered v- um, uh, Oculus Quest 3 coming. All right. And uh, that, that's going to be a whole different thing. But anyways, that you know, now everybody's those- wondering, like, how did that just how did that get canceled? Like, what was did X? Xbox didn't have a VR headset, like an Xbox VR headset in the works. Was, I don't think they talking, did. No, but maybe he thought, maybe maybe he was thinking okay. peripheral let me, from the PC. I got to take a side note. I got to take a total side note uh, for the chat here because I've done this for like five or six years. But player one in the chat says, right now you can you don't need to spend a thousand plus dollars. He said, you can, you can play 4K 60 for seven or eight hundred dollars, and you absolutely cannot. Yes, you can go to a YouTuber and watch them do a budget build, and they can buy all these like cheap parts. And they can find amazing deals. Yes, you can build a PC for under a thousand, but you're not playing at 4K 60 on modern games, current games, and definitely not upcoming games at 4K 60. I've got a Ryzen 7 3080 PC that I spent almost twenty eight hundred dollars on. Now that PC, if I built it myself, would not have been under two thousand dollars. No, it's in, physically impossible, and that 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 barely plays Red Dead Redemption Two at fourteen forty p sixty with medium and high settings. And and that's not Red Dead Redemption 2's fault. That is just how it is. I've been on PC long enough to know. Don't let people tell you you can spend $500, $800 on a budget bill PC. I guarantee you try and do it yourself. You're not going to get it under $1,000. And if you do, you're going to be sorely regretting how far behind that build falls on you so quickly when the next game comes out in three months. I've seen it many, many times. In fact, I would advocate for anybody. Most of you guys care about consoles, so I'll make this brief. I would tell you please do not build a budget build pc please don't you're wasting your time and you're wasting your money spend a little extra get yourself a good pc and enjoy it and instead of sweating when you load things up and a game just is chugging all over the place please don't do what player one says please spend the right money use that pc for more than just gaming too you know do your turbo tax on it it's gonna be great it's gonna be wonderful but i asked uh, i i had a poll going here i don't even know where it went i was asking do you think the mid-gen is coming, and it's gone. I don't know where it went. Meg, we've uh, gone way over time. 
Oh, we have. Uh, we have. I'm we've gone way over time. But we really appreciate you guys all for being here. I am just, I'm just cold Eastwood. I only know so much. I only try to learn as much as I can. And I'm not always right. Meg, on the other hand, he's usually always right. But, you know, uh, we really appreciate you. Meg, let the people know where they can find you outside of XNC and what you have in yeah. the works for the week. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I, 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 I I do this show every Monday, of course, is 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. XNC show, of course, with myself, uh, Colt and Meg. It sounds like a Western. I know. It sounds fantastic, and I love it. We are gunslingers in this game community, and we're going to continue to do so and bringing you guys great content. Every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, you can find me on Mr. Boomstick XL's channel. Go to Double Barrel Gaming. Subscribe to the man. He just crossed 12,000. Let's get this guy to 25,000. Let's go, people. Uh, we're going to get him over there. I'm there every night on Prime or every week on Primetime Gaming. And actually, we've been breaking numbers over there, too. We started. I'll never forget this. Eh? When I started doing that show about three, four years ago, we had like 100, 150 in the chat. Uh, last week, we broke a record. We crossed 950 live people in the chat. Dang. So it is getting up there. It's climbing like mad. Uh, primetime gaming is becoming a big thing. Actually, Hargi Chani is in the chat. Was in the chat earlier. He's a, a panel member. We've got Kaysante. We've got Everborn Saga. We got the Wandering Dutch. And we've got myself, of course. And we got Mr. Boomstick XL. And of course, we always have guests on there too. So it's always a great show. And uh, anyways, guys. That's where you can find me. I'm also doing something with Gaz right now. I know Gaz uh, is your man. Uh, I'm working on something with him right now. So uh, uh, you'll you'll find we can share him. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, yeah. We can share him. So uh, uh, we're doing something right now. We're collaborating on something. So it's going to be real uh, a lot of fun. So keep your eyes peeled to Game On Daily. So we got something going on over there. Otherwise, guys, have a great week. What a hell of a show we had tonight. It was just on fire chat. You guys were absolutely amazing. And I got to tell you, man. I, I always I always consider myself a funny guy. Some of you people in the chat are just hilarious. And you oh, guys yeah. got me cracking. So what a great show, guys. Have a great week. We'll see you guys all next week. Thank you, Meg. I really appreciate it. Nate Dog drops the two dollar super says Todd said he wasn't sure if Elder Scrolls Six would miss two generations. I, I do think it's gonna make it. I do think it's gonna make it. But you know, great plans, great intentions, yeah. but we'll see. Things do take a lot longer than they used to, but uh, it does sound like they're quite... He said like they had a whole character creation, a whole bunch of stuff built, but we'll see if they're going to say something new about that. As far as me, um, I wanted to get some content out before the Redfall preview, but that will be out 7 a.m. Pacific time on Wednesday. Um, I'm going to see if I can premiere it, but I have to check with the uh, the people in charge because if that shows up as a premiere, it shows up on my channel waiting to go. And that might break the rules, so I got to make sure. Because I want to premiere it live. I want everybody to kind of watch it with me. So if not, I'll set it to premiere at that moment, and then we'll just go ahead. So um, keep an eye out for that. And thank you, everybody. This uh, episode 94, I guess. Thanks for hit the like button on the way out. We're going to get out of here, and uh, I'm starving. Oh, my gosh. I'm so hungry. But, yeah, we appreciate you guys. We're going to hit the outro. Where's, where's that button? There's that button's always hiding. We appreciate you guys.